Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Loving those hand motions there. I was I was reining myself in because the beginning of that was real fast. <laughs> and I was like, and you what? And you what? And you what? <laughs> that was a... Uh... The beginning of that was among the faster of the Yeah, <laughs> of the you're, you're taking off there. Yeah. I'm Batman, by the way. That's me. Batman. And also, for the very first time... It's Terracy. That was so timid. It's Terrence. It's Terrence. It's me. That's the one. That's our friend I'm so Terrence. excited. Yeah. We've got another guest, people. This is our... We bullied another friend into joining four? us. Yeah. Um, Carter. Carter. Mara. Aksha. Emily. Andrew. Andrew, a couple times, and you. Hey, you're a fourth <gasps> one. Oh, I'm so honored. Yeah. I just need to show up again so you can be the second. Oh, no. Carter. The third and... one to show up twice. Yeah. We haven't even started this yet, and I'm already really excited, so. Good. <laughs> you know, Good. I have because notes. <laughs> I am in a murderous rage on the inside and might just shut down in the middle of this. Well, by the end of this, <laughs> you're going to be laughing at me because I was talking to Matt already in the car way here, like. Uh, in the car way here. In the car, on the way here. My brain power has been gone. Like This is going to be an interesting episode. This it's going to be, be great. Hilarious. Because <laughs> I finished the movie and I was crying the entire last 45 minutes. We'll get into that. we got to go through our uh, our yep. first We'll get to our stuff. Segment. We will. Yeah, we gotta, but that just yes. tells you how works out. the emotions oh. are. Actually, we forgot to tell her about how we fucking do this. So she's, oh, right. I gotta so, tell you the things. Let's, no, let's just, let's just, we'll, she'll go through a wild ride. Uh, that much people do. People should like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Specifically, check out our Instagram. Our Pornhub accounts. Don't know why. Yeah, check out our Pornhub accounts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Didn't know how this is the way I'd be there, but you know. Uh, yeah, no, check out our Instagram. Uh, I think it's at justusloserspad. Uh, Pad? Pad. Pod. Pod. Just us losers pod. You know the thing whales do? Um, like with two peas in a pod? That, whales? Yeah, yeah, pod of whales. Pod of like whales. That's what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was a murder. That's crows. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Preston no, right now a... on the inside. <laughs> Preston is murder of crows. No, it's a feast of crows. That's what? a feast of dragons. Oh. Uh. That makes more sense. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, check out our Instagram at JusticeLosersPod where we post mostly out of context pictures of Russian people. No, you do that. Stop lumping me in with your weird obsession with <laughs> Russian people. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. They have interesting faces. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did kind of post something recently. I keep getting notifications for our uh, Justice Losers account because it tells me to follow people that is fo- that are following us. Oh. Uh. So it's like, yeah, hey, I follow like follow Jessica, follow Donna, and I'm like, fucking no. <laughs> We're a professional account. We follow professional people. Who are we following? I think it's me and you. <laughs> I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> Probably not me. Oh, did Tiercy just follow us? This is awkward. Oh, nice. my God, Tiercy. When you thought you were following the whole time. Fucking. Oh, we're following Gage, me, Fitz Auto Racing, and DC Comics. All right. Most that's important a, people. That's a good lineup right there. Yeah. Don't you have an Instagram, Matt? No. He doesn't have anything. You have Facebook. He has a Facebook. I technically have a Twitter, but I have tweeted maybe three times. <gasps> fun fact. Me and Brendan, we're in a GIF now. Oh. Yeah. That's I'm, GIF. I'm holding the flag. GIF. You're outvoted, sir. Wait, Check what? me out. Yeah. Check me out. Were you in Cinnamon? Uh, this last game, because I didn't have enough people. 
I would have fucking done Sooderman this week if I knew that you were noon that you were gonna. Well, be I there. wasn't doing it, but I was at the game, and so Brendan was like, "Oh, we're like three people short. Can you help?" And I said, "Yeah. Do I have to run?" And he's like, "No, you don't have to run." So I said, "Cool." So I held the 1950 championship banner. Nice. Nice. Five. Sweet. Oh yeah. Also, this is a fun thing. Jersey's on the other side of the room from where guests normally sit. Yep. Because in a recording studio. There were fucking no mic cables around, but I found one, but it was ridiculously short. So we sat her next to the thing that it plugs into, which is on the other side of the room. Yep. So we're all looking the other direction, and it's very weird. I'm, yeah. I'm like to spice things up, you know. Like, I just feel like I'm on the other side of the room right now. It's strange. Um, but, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, we did what you been up to. Matt, what you been, oh no, we've been, we done what you, what you, no, we haven't done what you we been up to. We haven't done that. What you been up to? <laughs> Fuck me, dude. <laughs> I try. Oh. I try. Hence the Pornhub accounts. <laughs> well, that's uh, what you've been up to. Well, I've been reading a little bit more Nightfall. Um, kind of slowly. Uh, Are you through the first book? No. I uh, got to the back break and then just like stopped reading for a week and then I read a couple more issues mm. yesterday. Because I, I just took on a new chess student last week and so I've been a little busy with all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, just life is busy. Uh, but yeah, it's still very 90s. Um... I don't even remember what happened, really. I think the Joker beat up the Scarecrow. That yes. seems about right. That sounds like something that happens after yeah. the back break. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I've been reading. I read a couple more issues of Watchmen. Uh, is Azrael shown up yet? Uh, not as Azrael. Well, no. I mean, like he's in it from the beginning. John Paul is. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But he hasn't done much. Kind of just moped around and looked. Oh, looked that's grim. right. He was like all pissed off and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been reading a bit more Watchmen. It just, it amazes me how every time I just pick up whole new thematic threads and stuff. And so this time I'm really getting hit with like the the alternate universe aspect of it and mm-hmm. how having superheroes in this world would change things yeah. and how it sort of has changed the future to become the thing it is now. And I'm getting a lot of that from those little intermezzos, the um, especially the Under the Hood stuff, the mm-hmm. Hollis Mason book excerpts. Uh, it's... it's Alan Moore's the god man, mm. which I'm pretty sure he literally thinks he is, which is... That wouldn't surprise me. He's a little bit nuts. Yeah. Uh, totally bonkers. You but know who we're talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a reference that just made popped in my mind, and I knew I'd get so much roast for it, I kept it inside. No. You have to do it now. You, you okay. can't have any shame on this so, podcast. So, what was that name you said again? Alan, Alan Moore. No, the the other one. Watchmen? The one, no, the name of the person. Oh, the who did uh, who wrote Under the Hood? As, uh, the, Hollis Mason. Oh, the uh, the name of Azrael. That makes me think of when Raven does her spell. That is DC. Hey, there we go. Well, at least enough. I'm now to where I can differentiate div, differentiate between DC Divert and Marvel. So I get a gold star. Silver star. You Silver can star. you can have a gold star once you're able to differentiate and integrate. Self five math joke. Punch the mic. Fucking, and then you punch the mic. You punch the mic going up, and then you punch it harder going down. So silver star for you <laughs> until you learn how mics work. <laughs> We're doing this for 104 episodes, Matt. Yeah, come on. Um, yeah. Do be like that sometimes. I don't know. It just it feels different. To really? Me have I not? Wow, 104. 104 I've been doing this, this for two and a half years. This is my first time being on. Yeah. This is bonkers yeah. <laughs> also you fucking never listen to it so that's true yeah i forget it so y'all can roast me on that 
Yeah. We're going to roast you on it all the time. Good. Yeah. I'll take it. Also, I do. I shit on you, like, regularly. Every time I mention, like, people who listen to it, I, like, glare at you. Oh. I must be. She so just doesn't pay attention to me in life anyway, so. Yeah, who's person again? <laughs> no, I don't know. Probably some fucking idiot that wants some, to kill some, someone! Some some dude I knew since high school, you know, like, <laughs> still hangs out with him, you know. I want It's like, I thought we were friends in high school. I don't know why I still hang out with him, and it's fucking just a you weird know. guy. Yeah. Drinks a lot of beer, like so much. Yeah, such a, like a beer snob kind of guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think his new beer, favorite beer, is coming back out again. Now it's stout season. Oh, fuck yes, it is. Oh, oh yeah, it comes back tomorrow. See, I just made your night better. What? Remembering the beer comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anywho. Is that what you went up to? No, I also watched finally uh, <sighs> Battle at Big Rock. That's not where I thought you were going. Nope. Because we got another watch of to. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the Battle at Big Rock, it's the Jurassic World short film that they released oh. on, I, I guess they did it on TV. I thought you watched that already. I watched that. No, I didn't watch that. Ah. I, I watched I was it. like, oh, it came out. And then I was like, hey, while. Hannah, do you want to watch it with me? And she's like, uh, not right now. And then I kind of forgot it existed. Yeah. But it's I like, watched it. It's like the epitome. It, 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 it does the epitome of like foreshadowing. Yeah. Like. You see the girl with the crossbow, and you're like, she's going to save everyone with that. Like, yeah. shooting a dinosaur in the eye. Yeah. And then that's exactly what happens. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, like, Aww. unbelievable. Poor it's... dinosaur. Dinosaur was going to fucking was, kill it, them it all. It was going to kill some people. Oh, this is awesome. It was a T-Rex. Oh, okay. it was yeah. So, so to Tier to C and to the other people that don't know, um, Battle on, what was it? Battle on? Battle, Battle at Big Rock. Battle at Big Rock is a very short film. It's, like, what, like, ten minutes, nine minutes? Ten minutes with credits. With credits. Um... It's just a short film made by the people, like the director and the and like the production level of the Jurassic World oh. movies. Yeah. Um, where it's it's the first interaction of the dinosaurs that escaped from Jurassic World with people, and That's it's this cool. it's this little yeah. like nine minute story of this family, like this family and a couple other families that you don't really see uh, camping, and then a little uh, then a. Uh, um, Triceratops shows up. Oh. I think it's a Pseudoceratops. I don't know dinosaurs. That's what they called it in the thing. I haven't okay. heard of that. Uh, it comes that Mark, shows up, us. and then and then make it a bionicle theory too. Um, and then a little baby one shows up. <gasps> baby. And it's the mommy and the baby. Oh. And then a T Rex shows up to eat them. Nope, that oh. one's an Allosaurus. Fuck off. <laughs> Triceratops is probably one of my favorite dinosaurs. A, car- a, a herbivore shows up with a little baby, and then a carnivore shows up to eat the little baby, and then uh, actually Triceratops was omnivorous. I thought they were. Herbivores. It's also not true. I was like, fun fact: when I was a kid, I had this little green dinosaur that was like hard plastic, like the tail was pointy, and I told my mom I had Stabbed to sleep with it. and the juggler with it. No. <laughs> I had to sleep with it every single night. And my oh. mom was terrified. I'd, like, come out of my room in the morning and my eyeball be gone because its tail would, like, poke Or it'd be me. up your butt. I don't think that would have happened. <laughs> I was, like, three. <laughs> you never know. I don't even remember his name. It's really sad. Name? I'll have to ask my mom. Yeah, he had a name. Like, I had oh. a cat named Molly. Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's Big what Battle, Rock. Big, Battle at Big Rock is. is yeah. Really- it's the first B- interaction with humans and... BBR. Release. Huh? BBR. BBR. There Big it is. Rock. There you go. It's got a name for it. Boober. Jurassic World 2 and a half. Boober. Sooner. Close <laughs> <laughs> well, enough. All right. That works. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's well done. Yeah. It's put together. It's a nice, satisfying little self-contained story. It yeah. got me excited about the universe again. Yeah. 
right. All right. That's yep. all I've been up to unless you've got something that we did together. Uh, well, let me, let me do mine first. Okay, do your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> Slow down. Uh, nothing. I moved my entire house into my garage, slapped at my parents' house, and then moved my entire house back into my house in one week. I hate everything. I have a midterm that takes 15 hours to do, and it's due on Monday, and it's Wednesday. Uh, I have... Uh, it's okay, because the last question is literally to just write a haiku, which is kind of funny, because my professor's hilarious. Um, I have done nothing at work. Uh... It's just everything's falling apart around me. So I have done nothing joyous. Except. Except. We watched the first episode of, of Watchmen. Who watches the Watchmen? We watches watch the, the Watchmen. Watchmen. It's the. I don't. <laughs> it's the new show. New HBO show. with basically replacing uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, same time right. slot. Uh, and. It's a, it's a sequel. Uh, it's a sequel to the comic. Sequel too. to the comic. So it's. 30, 40, 35 years ish. Yeah. Give or take after. It's, well, it's set in the present, and the original yeah. comic was set in 1985, yeah. so that works out to 35 years. Yeah. I can fucking do math. Nice. I know facts and can do math. <laughs> I know basic facts about comics and can do basic I math. I apologize. I was having to reason that out loud, out loud just to, <laughs> for my own edification. Um, but yeah, no, so it's set in present day. Um, opening scene is the Tulsa Race Riots. And boy, do they, they not shy around that. Good Mm-mm. fucking... Yeah. Damn. And it's following, like, the, the main character is black. So it, like, follows, like, we think maybe one of her relatives. We're mm-hmm. not certain. There's a lot a lot of ambiguity in, the, in it right now. It's just, it's one it was, episode. And it was very much just kind of a set up the world kind of yeah. episode. And it, it has some pretty pretty decent shockers, some, some great moments. Ma- they do a really good job of making you love the main character like immediately boom there's there's some really good lines uh lines and just scenes with her yep uh but there's a lot of things we don't know uh but so far it's fucking great and you should watch the first episode no yeah i didn't even realize it already came out yeah yeah well i guess i gotta get updated now now that you're now Now i'm done with lord of the rings (laughs) exactly 16 hours of lord of the rings and like what's the total like 13 and a half I think uh, it's the full runtime. Theatrical or extended? Extended. Okay, exten- Come on! I'm a theatrical. I never talk. I never talk about theatrical. And I mostly do. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, I think anyway. it's like 13 and a half or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. Because it's. Last two balance uh, out to four. First one's like four and a half. So that's 12 and a half. 12 and a half, 13. Right. That's fucking close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when we did Game of Thrones where we like binged like entire saturday oh, of God. like almost two seasons <laughs> we had uh we made pancakes and pancakes and bacon that mm. was fun anyway so yeah anyway watchman great yeah uh Tiercy, what you been up to work <laughs> <laughs> uh any any music any new music like it's literally anything you've been anything? up to let's see um i could tell you about the catastrophe of my grad application did i tell you about that you briefly mentioned it in group me pretty much long story short i had my application almost done to be in grad school this spring at ou they changed the website on october 1st i had zero warning zero call zero email about this change so i had to find out calling like a bunch of grad people 
They gave me the wrong website. So I was applying to the business college oh, good when Lord. I am the College of Education <laughs> and uh, had to type in my entire class, my GPA, like each credit hour, how what grade I made. So I was very ticked off. I had to redo this hell. and then realized she gave me the wrong website on Sunday. So then I redid it, found the real application, I'm doing it, got to write a personal statement now. So that's been kind of a big cluster in my weekend, but did that and then just working really hard we're i work at a psychiatrist's office so we're doing billing now and Ooh, billing is fun yeah it's kind of fun but not really because you have uh-huh. to tell people at the window hey so we were reconciled and you have a 300 dollars balance that was back from 2018 yeah that doesn't really go well with a lot of people yeah so mm. you mean you want to take my money you mean this is a service pretty much what yeah. Most of them, it's mostly their insurance companies don't cover everything, which uh. I could go on an entire rant about how messed up insurance companies are because, dang, people need this service of mental health and they don't get enough coverage and it just makes me sad that the people who need it the most probably can't afford it and it just makes me sad sometimes. Yeah, that could so, get very political very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Fight the system. <laughs> go to therapy. Make your brain happy. Make your brain happy. That's what the psychology student tells you today. Yay! So, that's been my weekend. Working and um, trying to become a master of education. A master of education. Very good. All right. Uh, News. Should we do the big one first? Let's save the big one to the end. Okay. Uh, Paul Dano's been cast as the Riddler yes. in the Batman movie. Well, oh, wait, really? Officially cast? I think so. Uh, Everything I've seen has been like, yes, he's in. Okay. There seemed to be a weird gradient from rumor to casting then. Okay. Like, it was like rumor to the beginning, and that's when you get all the boss logic doing his stuff, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be kind of cool. And then, like, the next day I started seeing, like, kind of casting. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, it didn't, there didn't seem to be a hard, this happened. Okay. So yeah, I guess I just read the headline, but it was a headline at the Hollywood Reporter, and they're usually pretty good about that sort of okay. thing. So I would guess it's at least a soft yes. Cool. He looks. I mean, at least uh, uh, Boss Logic's mock-up of it looks good. Oh yeah, he, he looks like he could be a Riddler. Yeah, and he's a phenomenally talented actor. Too. I haven't seen him in anything. Uh, you probably have just kind of in the background of mm. stuff. He's a he's kind of a character actor who does a lot of side roles and background roles. Um, yeah, I don't know what you would have seen him in. I looked up his IMDb and I hadn't seen him in anything. Oh, weird. I did my research. Okay, <laughs> I didn't expect you to. So that's the thing. <laughs> um, let's see. He's he's been in there will be blood he's really good in that fucking where's the news uh, uh oh also uh michael giacchino is officially on board to score the batman movie that's right uh it's just i hope it's just not another rendition of a fucking enterprising young men yeah he's uh he's a little hit and miss for me uh when he hits he really hits like uh incredibles is great um and i know you hate it but there's a couple of tracks in rogue one i really like you're uh I know. <laughs> um, seriously, what are your thoughts on Michael Giacchino? Uh, <laughs> um, 
you you know um, music from Doctor Strange, uh, yeah, from the Star Doctor Trek movies. Incredibles. Incredibles. Okay, Incredibles. I've seen that. I've seen Star Trek. Up. Okay. You did Up? Yeah. I did Up. up. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love the music in Star Trek. Yeah. It's so good. Um, remember, I, Preston will know her, Charia. Mm-hmm. Good old friend from high school. Maji. She... Um, I remember we would listen to the car consistently. That was her ringtone to wake us up in the morning. Was that like opening song from Star Trek? Yep. Mm-hmm. Scare Enterprise the young men. Scare the crap out of me every da, single morning. Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da, copyright infringement. But we are not monetized. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would terrify me every morning when that would blast on her big speaker to wake us up in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's great music. It is. That song just scares me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, good choice. I, I think it is. Uh, I think Hans Zimmer was very good for the Nolan version of Batman, where yeah. it is a lot more grounded in the real world, and he does kind of the background music. Do we know if Robert Pattinson's not doing grounded? Um, they we don't. Because they're because apparently, according to Pattinson, Batman's not a good guy. Quite there, quote unquote. Yeah, I've got a great extended quote from Pattinson. I would like to read verbatim in a minute here, but um, go it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we know exactly how comic booky this is it yeah. seems like dc's recently been a little more comfortable being a little more comic booky yeah so it might make sense to go back to someone who's a little more orchestras and themes who are the four villains uh riddler riddler catwoman, catwoman penguin, penguin. Is it clayface i think clayface was rumored i think they were gonna go with a minor villain for the fourth one okay just because those three are easy enough to make it grounded yeah like you could you could do those easily um yeah. Clayface, not so much. Clayface, not particularly much. Yeah. He's just a bunch of mud. Or clay. Yep. <laughs> or a diseased person, like in Arkham Asylum, for some reason. Oh, time to go to bed! Alright. Alright, guys. Just Bye you time. and me, Tiercy. I know. We can hold the fort. Alright. Who needs Preston? I've got, well, I've got an exciting <laughs> extended quote here from Robert Pattinson talking about uh, his kind of general thoughts on doing a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, I wanted to do something on a big stage, and so I ended up doing Chris Nolan's movie. Uh, that's Tenet. He's in Tenet? Yeah, he's the star of Tenet. One of the stars. Not the star. Pattinson? Yeah. How the fuck? We talked about this. Dude, I don't remember anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's in Tenet. He's very excited about it. He, um, I think he sat down and talked for Chris talked to Christopher Nolan for a few hours about it and just came out and was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard and mm-hmm. was so excited to be in it. Anyway, uh, Chris Nolan's new movie, which I was really, really happy about at the beginning of this year. And then Batman was kind of surprised to me. Now that I'm starting to get into it, I don't want to approach it as kind of a big studio thing where you're all really, where all you're really doing is thinking about your trailer. I want to approach it in exactly the same way. I want it to be frightening. I want it to be something you lose yourself in. Dope. That's what I want to hear from my Batman right there. Dope. I'm glad that he went from sweet little princess vampire to big badass Batman. Is he going to be big? Have we seen pictures of him getting bulked up for this? I don't think he's bulking up too much. He just doesn't have a bulky frame. I mean, we didn't think Zach Levi did either. Fucking skinny. Have you seen him beginning of Chuck? Yeah. Skinny ass little bitch. Yeah. Now he's like... Fucking Shazam! Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I imagine if they're focusing in on the detective element, they'll probably not overplay their hand. Try to differentiate him from like 
Batfleck. Yeah. As much as possible. Yeah. Because um, we like never saw Batfleck out of his bat suit. Right. I was gonna try to make a joke, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Huh? What? Sorry, I have to add a note to something we talk about later that I forgot to add in my notes. Oh, okay. So. Um, one thing that's like kind of minor but kind of good is the we've seen the redesign of the Sonic, the live action Sonic movie. Oh, I didn't looks see that. Looks so much better. Good. <laughs> Actually, looks pretty good. Let me see this. Uh, I need to see it. I don't think I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, so redesign. Uh, Matt, what's anything uh, else before we I did have one? one thing. I now officially hate Vogue. Um. Cause they, it just took you till now to hate Vogue. Vogue, Vogue I just kind Vogue, of was aware they Vogue. existed and didn't have any particular reason to hate them. And uh-huh. then I was looking at movie news headlines and they popped up saying Timothee Chalamet is taking a break from acting, which they could have said Timothee Chalamet has temporarily sh- sashayed away. You stole that joke directly from... I'm referencing okay. John Mulaney, which is why it's a joke in the first place. Yeah. Um, but... That's based on one line in an interview where he says he's excited to have nothing on his plate for the moment because he's been doing a lot of big movies recently. So that's a clickbait headline right there. From yeah. A, I was going to say respected publication, but I don't think that's quite right. So you're dead to me, Vogue. Don't think you were ever alive to me to begin with. Okay, so here's the redesign. All right, let's see this. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. Okay, he actually looks normal. He actually looks like Sonic, and he apparently like there's Sonic. a there's a side by side picture of him like standing up, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have those weird fucking long legs. Yeah, <laughs> I'll post a picture of this on the Instagram so it's not good. so people aren't like left good, out. Good, good. Um, but yeah, there's that. Um, shall we get into it? Let's do it. So we got a trailer for the Star Wars movie. Finally, after my weeks of it's going to be this this week of Sunday yeah, night football on halftime. You have been like every like Sunday. You're just you just tell me it's going to be this week. It's going to happen this week. I've got a strong feeling that fucking never happens. Yeah. Well, they blue balls me hard. I know I told this story, but I'm going to tell yeah. it again because it makes me mad. Because I was watching Sunday night football probably three or four weeks ago. Lions were playing. That's all I remember. Um, and that was a pitiful game. I was like, I was like, all right, you know what? I'll watch the football game. I'm not that into it. But there's a chance they'll drop the Star Wars trailer at halftime because that's what they've been doing is they'll drop mm-hmm. the Star Wars trailer at halftime of yep. these football games. And I was watching, and it was like three minutes to the half, and they cut to commercial. And first thing that pops up is the black screen and the Lucasfilm logo, and I get so hot, and then they cut away to something else. They're just trying to tease you. Yep. Watch their football game. It is Monday night, Sunday night. It is a Sunday night. Every night's football night, Matt. Not Tuesday. Don't got no football on Tuesdays. No, you're right. That's Thursday's schedule. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had the, so the trailer drop. First thing I want to say, my theory is just, it's absolutely right. Yep. I, it's, you're right. It's fucking happening. I know it's happening. It's very clear based on, like, lines that are said in it. The fact that you see Pal... All right. Is Palpatine alive? Or is that the way that, the, that his Sith Force ghost is... Uh, embodying itself. I hope that it's the way it's his force goes is embodying itself. I because think... the man jumping, being thrown down a giant fucking hole to explode, and then the thing that he exploded in explodes should totally be alive right now. Kind of, kind of feel like J. Abrams is going to blow it. You do. 
Yeah. Mm. Um, I liked things in this trailer, but do, I mean, do your theory. Do your theory. Okay, explain so, it for Tiercy and the people who haven't heard it on like yeah. the, the multiple the, times I've said the last it. thirty episodes. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you talk about it around me. So my theory oh, is that the idea at the end of Last Jedi, where Luke says it's time for the Jedi to end, and for, uh, fortified by everything else he said the rest of that movie is the fact that the idea of a Jedi and a Sith existing is fucking bullshit. For literally millennia in the Star Wars universe, the root of all war has been the Sith and the Jedi constantly duking it out. Mm-hmm. That that under, that I'm going to be a Jedi or I'm going to be a Sith is fucking everything up. So Luke going, I'm aware of this, and I'm going to tell this brand new Force user that's kind of like, that's come up where there's a lull in this like in in this existence of the, the sith and jedi you need to make something new before the sith and the jedi come back you need to become something different and i think ray took that and said okay i'm gonna make what's well, the equivalent of in i believe it's still in Le- only in legends it hasn't become canon again yet a white knight or a gray knight which is we get a little bit luke is kind of a gray knight in return of the jedi because you see him use force choke on the gregorian Guards? Gamorian. Gamorian? Gregorian's the chant. Gre- Gramorian? Gramorian? <laughs> the fucking word? Gamorian. Gamorian. It is Gamorian? Yes. The Gamorian guards. The pig people. Um, you see him use force choke on him. Uh, which means he was not super, obviously, cautious about using the dark side of the force. He rolls up wearing all black and threatens Jabba for a while. Does, kind of yeah. un-Jedi-like. I'm very un-Jedi-like. Un-Jedi-like? Um, I just became Alec Guinness for a second. Um... <laughs> But, uh, so Ray is now going to work on finding that middle, finding the balance, the balance between the dark and the light, uh, and she's going to create this new order of force users called the Skywalker, which is what the Rise of the Skywalker, is it Rise of Skywalker or Rise, Rise of, of Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker. No article. So maybe she'll just be Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, and this be, be this, like, legendary beginning of this new order um and i think what she's going to be doing is so we saw in the first trailer teaser which the first one the first uh, what we saw it was uh what i'm assuming is endor uh like the planet endor not the force mood of endor Mm -hmm. endor the remnants of the second uh death star oh Mm -hmm. that's confirmed that's a different moon of endor okay so okay so but it's still it's still that thing so they found the remnants of that thing. Um, and so what she's going to do is she's going to go to that. We see that she's there. That's it's an establishing shot of them there. Spoiler coming up. She's gonna go there and she's going to talk to Palpatine. Now, in Legends, Jedi Force Ghosts are the blue people. But Sith Force Ghosts embody themselves as poltergeists haunting some significant location. It would make sense for Palpatine to be haunting the Death Star that he died in. So at the, at the end of that trailer, you hear Palpatine's laugh, <laughs> kind of echoey, so it's probably his poltergeist in there. So she's going to show up there and be like, yo, look, Palpatine, I want to be a dark side dude. And he's going to be like, fucking dope, let's teach you how to be dark. Your first test. You must catch me as I run naked through the halls. I am the Senate! <laughs> <laughs> 
You don't get that joke. No, I don't. Uh, that's <laughs> a very confused face. That is a very long. That's an old joke. Yes, it is. Thank that's you, a, Gage. That's a before Gage moved away joke. Yes, it is. That's one of our longest running jokes. Indeed. Um, but uh, so he's gonna go there, or she's gonna go there and tell him that, and he's gonna be like, "Cool, cool, 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 cool. Let's do this." Uh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then so she's gonna be like, "All right, cool. Look at my new like double-edged red lightsaber. I'm the new Darth Maul. Fuck you, woo!" And that's where we see her with like the at the very end, just like and like. Oh, she tattoos her face and grows horns. <laughs> she is, and then there's time travel, and she is Darth Maul. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So, but that's what she's gonna do. She's basically going to trick Palpatine into training her how to be a dark side or how to be a Sith mm, user, the dark side of the Force user. Spicy. And then she's going to fuck everyone up at the very end and just be like, you know what? Fuck Ben. Fuck you. Fuck everyone. Fuck everybody. And it's just going to be. The Skywalker. Um, I think that's that's what's going to happen. It makes a lot of sense that that's the way to go to kind of end this. That, that seems like that's where this is going. Um, to kind of tie in Johnson's and Abrams' movies. To have them both have an impact. Mm-hmm. Rather than just disregarding everything Johnson did. Bring that element of fuck the Jedi into this. And making that what this is all going to. This mm-hmm. is the last movie, right? Yep. Yep. Well, last of the this trilogy. Last of this. Ryan Johnson's getting his own trilogy. We're getting a whole Maybe. bunch of shows. That's suddenly a little up in the air. Is it really? Yeah, he said in an interview recently uh, something about if it happens instead of uh, when it happens. Uh, we'll see how the Mandalorian goes and how Obi Wan goes and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's probably what's going to happen. Um, and then yeah, so she'll just be like suddenly at the last minute. She'll be talking to Palpatine. Her lightsaber will be next to him, and then she'll do the same thing she did to Snoke. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that would be stupid. There's this other theory that there's going to be time travel involved, and Poe slash Finn and Ray are going to sleep with sleep with each other, and she's going to get pregnant, and then she's going to go back in time, and she's Shmi. Because <laughs> those accents line up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's smart enough oh. to not make herself British or something. Because space British is totally a thing. Yes. It is. Listen. I don't make the rules. Ewan McGregor is British in it. Yeah. And Anakin's not. Yeah. And they had sex. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I realized after I said Anakin's not that there would be no reason that they would both have to be. Right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So that's the episode we got a bunch of glory shots of like the the fleet of star destroyers yep that i think it's just going to be like destroyed by a black hole or something it's going to be a stupid way they there's no way they can get out of that in any yeah. satisfying way i don't think yeah uh, there's no way that the because that's that's the whole first order fleet that's been hiding the past two movies right um they've been talking about how like the mm, the remnants of the empire is like there's a fuck ton of them somewhere yeah so there's a theory that it's like the emperor sent those ships away and was just like, all right, we're going to just hide out here. And then the moment will come, we'll strike when the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. And so that's all been under the emperor's command. And gotcha. they're just coming back. Like, oh, was that? If that's what's actually happening? Yeah. Because. Basically, we just want the emperor to be dead still. Yeah. That's. I want him to have no effect beyond being sort of the, the evil Yoda of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it'd be more of like the evil Ben. 
Yeah, a little bit. Because Yoda didn't really... Well, okay, because yeah, Ben's the ghost. Yoda yeah. wasn't really a ghost until the very, very end. Right. But he was the one that trained Luke. That's true, yeah. So, functionally, Yoda. Aesthetically. Aesthetically, you're Ben. ben. Alright, well! That was that. That was that. Uh, did you have any thoughts on the trailer, Tiercy? No, I have not seen it yet. Oh, you're lame. Okay. Yeah, is there any surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, we're at thirty-six minutes. Okay, we better get to the reason we dragged you along, huh? So, I guess so. We're finally doing it. Woo! Yeehaw! This is the first of three episodes talking about Lord of the Rings, Woo. my favorite franchise of all time. Well, I mean, favorite movie franchise of all time. There we go. All right. Because, well, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's pretty great top y'all. five <laughs> top two top two franchise well <laughs> no definitely to- uh, i honestly as a whole i probably like lord of the rings more than i like the dark knight trilogy okay um but i like dark knight better than the other two yeah that's probably about where i land yeah so it'd be like dark knight like on average if you averaged yeah. it all up lord of the rings would be on top Yep. But if you just take whichever one, whichever one has the best one, it would be Dark Knight. Yep. So, mm-hmm. all that said, we're talking about Lord of the Rings, specifically, mostly the movies. Specifically, the movies. Yeah. I don't know the book. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, avoid getting into the books. So we're kind of at all possible reviewing the movies, sort of. But having Tiercy here, we're just going to kind of be like, "So, what did you think about yeah, our favorite so thing?" The reason we've we have Tiercy here is because she had never seen the Lord of the Rings no, movies. I haven't. Uh. Movies that I have seen a quadrillion times, and you have seen. I grew up several. With, I have grew. I grew up with these so much. My, my like some of my earliest memories are my dad reading me these books, yeah. and then me reading them. Aww, um, really we'd walk to school together and we'd like try to recite all the chapter titles. Oh, oh fuck's sake, you guys are my entire heart just exploded. Dan, precious. Dan, you're a nerd. Yep, and precious. so of course we. <laughs> so of course we saw all of these movies in theaters yeah because that was the thing i was most into um i got to be the ring bearer at a family friend's wedding um and i was super excited because i got to be the ring bearer like Frodo, <laughs> and we were both lord of the rings fans so you're gonna make me cry that's so freaking cute what i mean to say is i'm super into lord of the Rings. it's like it's one of my big things and if you say anything bad about it at all i will strangle you with my bare hands there's a few things that i had could critique but that's also me that doesn't there, know lord of the rings yeah, no. i mean it's so, not perfect given the movies there's a few yeah there's a few i have to remember that it was made back in the 2000s it's not now it's not like yeah it's perfect still so, it holds up like a motherfucker absolutely like <laughs> like overall there is a lot of movie and mm. i feel like I have gotten, like, the skeleton. This is what I told Matt in the car. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten a skeleton of the movie, and I just still need to rewatch them all again just so yep. I can, like, yep. develop more, get those organs in there, you know? Yeah. Get the nerves, but it's... You're probably going to have to correct me a few times, I told Matt, like... Surely. Kind of oh, just yeah. like in... When we watched Game of Thrones, what's that one lady who has the dragons? And then now yes. I know it's Khaleesi. Yes, I know now. So, like, in this one, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, 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 that one guy with the tree on his on his uh, breastplate. Faramir? Yes. Yeah. 
Anyone, any Gondorian yes. soldier? <laughs> so, well, I mean, the main characters. I wrote, tried to write some of their names down, so forgive yeah. me if I yep. get those wrong. No, yeah, you're good. Sometimes but... I forget. Sometimes I forget Faramir. Yeah. Honestly, he's the most forgettable in the movies. Isn't that's that's the Faramir? one that was the younger brother, right? Yeah. Faramir? Isn't it Faramir? That's one of those things that they all pronounce different things. Yeah. Like, there's, like, Gandalf and Gandalf. Gandalf. And then there's just, like, his millions of names, like, Gandalf Greyhame, uh... Aloran. Aloran, the White Rider. Oh, that would be the There's a lot, like... Nithrandir. Nithrandir, that's that's one. one. Yep. Uh, anyway, so... All that to say. The reason we have Tirzi on is because she she watched it for the very first time. Um, I forced her to watch the extended versions of Fellowship and Two Towers, but in order to actually get this episode fucking happening, we just, the Return uh, Return of the King was on Netflix, so mm-hmm. she just went ahead and watched those. So, so we'll definitely have to rewatch so I can watch yes. the extended version. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I would recommend going with the theatrical first, but... First, yeah. Just because um, to, to get the story. The, yes. The attraction of the extended editions is it's a lot more material that's really mm-hmm. going to appeal to hardcore fans of these yeah. u- this universe, but which doesn't expedite the story and kind of yeah. yeah. bloats it out a little bit. And places. one thing that I've noticed is really different about this series is that, you know, like, for example, Harry Potter, he has, like, his line where him versus Voldemort, mm-hmm. and each movie is, like, a different story in right. his storyline. Mm-hmm. Whereas Lord of the Rings, it's one story yeah. broken yeah. into three movies, which was yep. kind of, like... Not hard for my brain to wrap around, yeah. but like, it's kind of like it felt like you had to stop. Like you're yeah. stopping pee midstream. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you know, like, but you're almost to the to the volcano, man. Just keep going, just yeah. keep going. Or dang it, now you get separated. So like, come on, guys. I hope that wasn't a food metaphor. Stopping your pee midstream. Yeah. A food. Pee like urine. No, I I know. I'm saying I really hope it wasn't. Oh. A food metaphor. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so that's one thing that I found really interesting. Just like retrospect well, is like it's interesting that you noticed that because they did film this as one movie yep they, Wait, they filmed, filmed this all at once yes yep. all at once like they they would do scenes from return then from fellowship then from towers then from fellowship return like Horrible. the whole thing yeah. was all done as one movie and then peter jackson decided where to cut Whoa. that's interesting that you observe that because that because shows how much of an effect that that, that kind of yeah. changes my perspective on the last movie then with like special effects and things so that's why a lot of them seem really dorky to I me. Just cramped on my my calf, just cramped really hard. Like, they just watched me horse. kick really hard out for a second. But that makes a lot of sense now. Why some of the special mm-hmm. effects in the last movie and like some of the like sound effects in the second one like seem so old. Does that make sense? Well, I mean, like it's all kind of old anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like the so Gollum is kind of okay. He's not the best. Uh, mocap there is uh, better than Jar Jar by far yeah uh, there's the whole I mean, phrase he was, that's, he was groundbreaking yeah the whole thing yeah. was Jar Jar could Jar Jar was it Jar Jar swam crawled crawled Jar Jar crawled so no he walked Jar Jar so walked so Gollum could, could crawl so Navi could fly that's that's the phrase that yeah um, that makes sense like I mean like I'm just being me who is like mm-hmm. I, like I remember, we were watching it at the church, and I would just start laughing at like random parts because they were just funny to me. Yeah. But in the movie, they're like serious, like mm-hmm. sad, but they were just funny. Yeah, there was there was one like <laughs> when Gandalf was about to die. 
but there was a it, it like lot it shot back to the to the fellowship and, and Boromir was holding Pippin like a baby and she just started dying laughing and I was like Gandalf's gonna die. That's the we're gonna get in that scene. We're gonna get in it because I anyway. But it's just like it's kind of like anything we've watched together. Like the most intense parts, I either call them without even knowing that I'm right or. Game of Thrones? There's Do we some, want to there's go some moments that? in Game of Thrones where you were like, fuck, what? Well, yes, but like, sometimes I'm like, ha, oh, what if a dragon flew from the sky? And then two seconds later, <laughs> That did happen. There was, there was several points where you were like, what if this happens? And like, I think there was one specific moment that you did that. You're like, what if this happened? And Matt was there and we like just looked at each other and we're like, Huh. And then, like, 35 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, like, a few moments where, like, I feel like in this movie, I never really had that, like, oh, what if this could happen? Yeah. Or what if this could happen? Because mm. I think that also lines up with the, this is all one story. It's not, like... It's not three movies. Segments, yeah. yeah. So, it's really... I think that part was, like, one of the most interesting things for me. And now mm-hmm. it's even more when you said they filmed this all at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty amazed. That's something that uh, that we're actually going to get to when we get to the, in the third part of the series, um, where we talk a lot about like behind the scenes of like how they did stuff and, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get way more into that because there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes, like the three hunters all having injuries and having to run around the fucking mountains mm-hmm. be- while they were broken. Like Aragorn had a shattered toe, uh, Legolas had a cracked rib. Uh, Gimli had, like, gout or something. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's... They're, like, hobbling and fucking broken. Fun fact, did you know that the actor who played Gimli, John Reese davies is, like, six foot two? Yeah, he's Gimli. Oh! Gimli's, like, six foot two. What's actually funny is he... So all the hobbits are about, like, the same... Like, all the all hobbit actors are mm-hmm. about the same size. He is actually... The Gimli actor is actually the right proportion... From, like, Elijah Wood to him as it is from Hobbits to Dwarves. So, like, all the shots, like, the, the when they superimpose, like, shots. So, the, the establishing shot at the end of the first half of the, uh, when you see just the Fellowship standing together. And it's the Hobbits and Gimli standing in front and every, all the mm-hmm. tall people standing in back. They superimpose the Hobbits and Gimli against the people in the back. Yeah. And because of John, I never remember his name. John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies, he's the right height. He's standing there with them, and it's hilarious to to know that. It's just really interesting too because you were telling me how tall. there was like not a lot of like real special effects, like yeah. green screen stuff. And mm-hmm. so like, I remember watching before I had watched Lord of the Rings, like how the Hobbit house was set up mm-hmm. to where like it was just smaller, but yeah. it wasn't. Like a lot, it was just so that you could get that effect of Gandalf being like, yeah, right. massive and like Elijah Wood and they had Bilbo two, they had, tiny. they had two, uh, they had two Hobbit, they had two Baggins, um, a Hobbit sized and a person sized. Um, so the person sized would be, um, who's the guy that plays Bilbo? Uh, Ian Holm. Ian Holm, that's right. Uh, we had him walking around, so it was like standard size for him. Then they had the Hobbit sized. Where Ian McCallum would be in it. Mm-hmm. And all those scenes of them interacting are, well not all of them, in that thing. Like, so where uh, uh, Bilbo takes his staff and uh, yes. hats, that's two, That's a superimposed scene over each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they had someone hand the staff and the, like, they, they're two different, they filmed those at two different times in different sets. Yeah. And they put them together. 
That's just really cool that they mm-hmm. could use that kind of like yeah, tech not technology but like just they had a lot of ways of doing it. One of my favorite one is like illusions. it's it's fascinating that they did this challenging level thing where um, when Bilbo is pouring tea for Gandalf or no when Frodo is pouring tea for Gandalf and they're talking to each other. You can actually see it. It's not perfect. You can actually see how Frodo's I... looking a little bit to the right of Gandalf. Yeah, and that's because Frodo's further back in the scene, mm-hmm. and the camera's actually like uh, uh, moving. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the moving. What's the Andrew? Where are you? Film, what's the film <laughs> phrase? The camera's moving, but so is the set. The set's moving proportionally with the camera, the opposite direction, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make it seem like it's stationary. Yeah. Um, and that stuff, it's just... That's difficult. It's yeah. fascinating that they could have just had a stationary camera for that. But they decided to have it be a movie where the camera's moving during a, during just a dialogue yeah. scene and put all the effort into, we're getting into the part three of the series. We need to all talk right. about the actual movie. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> but that's just like my yeah. main thing was how I'm amazed that like... You should listen to our third part whenever it comes out. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay, I'm actually, listen to <laughs> I'm our <laughs> But yeah... No, I'm trying so, to find my notes. So. Fellowship. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do we want to do kind of like a review, quote unquote? Let's do structure. Yeah, loosely sort of a good and bad structure. So we have like for people who listen to our reviews, our movie reviews, we have the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, which we talk about what's good, what's bad, and what's uh, deviated from the source material. We'll probably forgo the ugly this time. We're gonna forego the ugly and just put it next time. Which I don't is... think I really have anything that's like, oh, that's ugly. I well, no, it's I... not ugly. It's it's just things about that happen in the movie that deviates from the source material. Oh, like, what are so like that are okay. Yeah. So like if you say like Joker and you're like comic book boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mostly yeah. an excuse for Preston to be like, excuse me, that's not comic actually. Book <laughs> there it is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, bringing Daryl out for those that shit. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna the entire second part of this series is gonna be. How the books and the movies, like, differ and what's better, what worked mm-hmm. a little bit better, something like that. The challenges of adapting. Yeah, the challenge. Like yeah. So we'll get into that in the second part. But, what's good about this? If I say everything, am I wrong? <laughs> Are we talking first movie, right? Uh, or all of it? Let's kind of blanket. Let's treat this one story. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to be. go, like, scenes in movies that I thought were good? Or do we what, want to what's something, If someone asked you what you liked about the Lord of the Rings movies, what would you say? It's different. It's not... It's kind of like its own unique thing. Like, you know how, like, Star Wars has their thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Lord of the Rings is like... I don't know. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. different. Like, there's nothing that's been like Lord of the Rings. Does that make sense? Arguably, Game of Thrones is a bloodier Lord of the Rings. Bloodier, more talky Lord of the Rings. I Arguably. Could, I could I could see it just with, like, but... I don't I think this might be just me. I've never really, like, besides D&D, been involved yeah. with something with, like, mm-hmm. elves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what struck me out, is yeah. this is a very elfy movie. It's... Yep. The scope... So, to me, something that I, I talk to people about, and I, uh, I'll bring this out if I know that they, they, they're appealed to this stuff is there's a there's a massive scale to this world yes and you can feel it but you're not strangled by it yeah um the movies like there's slight little references to the weeping woman the uh the fall of numenor like all Mm -hmm. this stuff this giant lore that tolkien came up with so it, it gives you this feeling of like when so when Eowyn realizes that uh, Aragorn is 
Adunadine, mm-hmm. and goes, uh, those descended from those, from Numenor, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're just like, there's this whole thing, this, th- these men that live till they're 80, was it 87? 86? How old is he? Somewhere in the 80s. 80, something like that. Um, and then dies when he's like, what, 199, I think is what we, 210. 210? Fuck. Never remember. Uh, but like that age, there's that, that element of, oh my God, there's so much more. Mm-hmm. And like every scene has a little bit of like, of stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, there's some things that are said that I've seen this movie, these movies a million times and I still don't understand. Um, uh, when, um, Shadowfax shows up for the first time and Legolas goes, uh, oh my God, it's one of the horse lords. Like, mm-hmm. or the master of the, or the, the, um, uh, one of the horse lords, like the, the ruler of all the horse lords, that, that, that's a thing that I only learned about after, while we were watching Towers, that mm-hmm. actually looked that up and stuff like that, and like, Shadowfax is this, this, the descendant of Aeorl, who's, like, Aerolingus, mm-hmm. like, the beginning, I mean, you should know all this, I know, you've heard all this. yeah, um, like, the people that established Rohan, as the horse lords and this, this horse is faster than all the other horses was able to get uh um pippin from rohan to Minas Tirith in like two days mm-hmm. uh when it took when it takes everyone else like eight days to get there yep. stuff like that it's just this there's this world that you every line almost tells you that there's more and it doesn't strangle you to death mm-hmm. with it and it's it it's awe it's awesome in the literal sense of the word, yeah. uh, to to experience that, and mm-hmm. so I think that may have been like an element of how this is just different. Mm-hmm. And also, like you say, like it doesn't suffocate you. Like the journey itself, you mm-hmm. know, it's like a big distance. Mm-hmm. But like in every little piece they went to, it really didn't feel like, you know, rushed. Yeah, it didn't feel like point A, point B. Like oh, we left. Oh. We're here at the gate now. Surprise! Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you could feel that journey. You could feel like you had even mentioned the dirt on their face. Yeah, yeah. It gets so much dirtier and bloodier by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then when you see them with a clean face, you're like, like wait a Whoa, second, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's a little things like that that you kind of feel like you're on that adventure. Yeah, with them. And so that's kind of something that was really enjoyable about it. Like it was, I felt like you know. It may have been people be like, oh, these are too long. Like, it's like you're on the adventure with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're kind of going along. And then when they get split, you kind of have feel those two different directions of, yeah. like, you know, you can feel how they're going and you can feel how Sam and um, Frodo are going. Mm-hmm. Like, you you don't feel, like, crammed together. Yeah. yeah. It's a world. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It, it it does a really great job of making you feel that distance while also not dwelling on the fact that they quite literally are just walking. Yes. For weeks. For it was nine months. Uh, I think I made note of that the first time I heard. It. I was like, "Hey, that's how long it takes months. for a baby to be born." Because they leave in September. Like the Hobbit equivalent of September. Yeah. It is September. Oh, it is! It's totally actually September. Yeah, they do say September. And the ring is destroyed at the end of March. Okay, so six months. So they're walking for six months. 
And that could be a fucking boring, wild, boring, boring mm-hmm. watch. World's worst war- road movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like playing 500 miles, like, on repeat. It's a lot more than Speaking of walking, movie. this is a really dumb side note, but I had, like, told Preston throughout the entire first movie, they're barefoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. my. I, I was watching, like, when Sam was walking in the mountains carrying mm-hmm. uh, Frodo, I was like, does his feet hurt as he's walking along the road sitting in my then. car it i was like well then. hobbits just... hobbits have much stronger feet than yeah. humans and they're also like bigger like i watch yeah. some of the scenes yeah. and they kind of like flop around like they're in like scuba gear <laughs> yeah that kind of cracked me yeah. up but yeah. i there's like little things like that that just catch my attention yeah. and i'm like if i walked that long for what did you what did you say like six months six months with no shoes, mm. like the little clothing they had, like through like these different types of like terrain, because mm-hmm. they go through like a beautiful meadow mm-hmm. to like a forest, like deep thick forest yeah. into like rocky, molten lava. Like they experience everything. Mm-hmm. Blizzard on Karakra. Yeah, the blizzard. Yeah, chilly toes. Chilly toes. Well, that's why hobbits have got very furry feet. Keep their feet they warm. do. They do have hair on their feet. That's right. Because they were dancing on the table, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's funny." The Green Dragon. <laughs> I don't know how the rest of that song is. I know it's the Green Dragon. All right. That's all matters. But yeah, I fell in love with lots of characters, and I feel like I need to see it again to be able to like hone in on more characters. Because like, can't remember his name. Who's your favorite character? Aragorn. No, Amir. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't fully grasp him yet. Amir, I maintain, is the most underrated character of all Lord of the Rings. Like, the most, ooh. Who do you think is the most underrated? Well, okay, so you haven't read the books, but in the books it's Movies. Very, yeah. Movies, um, Because, yeah. think about it, Amir, right. like, gets so little screen time. Yeah, we'll go through Dude's here. the fucking hero of, uh, Two Towers. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. Yeah. All right. All right. I was I was kind of getting book sidetracked. There. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Amber. Like he yeah. shows up. Like just the fact that he has so much control and he just he got shafted so hard in towers by his uncle mm-hmm. and then came back and won it for them. Yep. And then like just fucking everything. Like, dude's tough. Also, Carl Urban is a sexy, sexy man. Carl Urban is a sexy, sexy man. <laughs> Um, what else? What else is there? Like, good? Yeah. What yeah. else did you like about it? Just looking at her notes. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes, making sure I... Look at this. She's so prepared. Yeah. Do you want to take over for us? <laughs> hey. hey let's, let's, uh, let's, let's head out. You see, okay. <laughs> let's see bye. here. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Ring of Lords. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like I have a lot more to say about the last movie more than anything, because I felt like the first one was just kind of like... Here's the start. This is where the adventure begins. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, this is like a meet the characters kind of thing, but very more in depth. One thing I will say about the first movie, something that caught my eye on this last one, is like, last time I saw the movies, I didn't have an appreciation for implications of lines in the way that movies are made. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I do now through doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're leaving Rivendell and... Frodo's like, it hits that first crossroad and he goes, which way? Like, 
just that line reinforces how out of his depth he is. Yeah. That he's just like, I have no fucking clue where I'm going. I made a huge mistake by, by volunteering for this. This is... And then, like, it, he's got Gandalf to guide him, but, like, you you see him through the rest of the series come into his own mm-hmm. until Gandalf disappears, until they separate. The end of Fellowship is when he's just like, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I did it. I fucked up. Time to own it. I'm going to go do this. Like, this is no one else's fault that I'm doing this. I guess at that point, he's lucky he can see the literal glow of the volcano in the distance. Yeah. He actually knows which direction Knows to go. the general direction. <laughs> Except for when they're going around in circles. And then it echoes. Yep. That's a great... That echo helps. Helps that, that whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Going in circles. Anyway. Anyway, let's see. Um, good stuff. Let's see. Um, the music. Music and scenery. Oh, fuck, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Okay. Like, I, New Zealand has always been breathtaking to me. Mm-hmm. Stephen Adams. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so many good movies have I just have rolled been. my eyes really hard. Hey, I love my man. Okay, you know. Sorry. New Zealand. Everything's great. But so many movies are filmed there, and they are just so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. when they are all walking along the... Um, I think it's like right after they come to the elf place. See, this is where my begins of Riverdale. my yes, Riverdale. Go <laughs> uh. <laughs> when they're leaving there, like starting the adventure, like just the scenery of how they just scope around, and you just see the beautiful view of the mountains and them just walking across, like such mm-hmm. a like basic scene, but it's just so gorgeous with the. New Zealand's landscape and then mm-hmm. the music they throw on top of that is just kind of like it's perfect. It's not kind of mm-hmm. like a little normal cut scene. Yeah. It's like you're still reinforcing that idea that you're on the adventure with them. Mm-hmm. So loved it. Everything yeah. looked beautiful. And yeah. I could that's one thing in the first movie I felt like the most was just jaw dropping beautiful landscapes. Yeah. yeah. They had they had a team that spent like the entire shoot just in a helicopter flying around New Zealand mm-hmm. making notes of places to do things. And uh, it paid off. <laughs> there, was a, there was a lot of um that they had the like so the shots of the three hunters running was literally just they would like bring the three of them in, throw them on costume, take off, leave them there and just tell them to start running and just take get shots of them just running a simple thing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It Oh, I love that so yeah. much. Interestingly, for the Hobbit trilogy, they did the same thing, sending the helicopter out to look for scenery, mm-hmm. except it was a little RC helicopter, and they were flying around the studio trying to find where the light was the best on the green screen. Mm. <laughs> mm. Fucking burn. Close. <laughs> <Got laughs> no <him>. cigar. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and it's. I noticed that with the music, a lot of the themes mm-hmm. rang bells in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. I have heard this before, but I never made the connection that was from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So that was another cool internal thing that i realized was like oh i like this song oh wait oh wait this is lord of the rings yeah it it, the one things i really really like about the music is the fact that all of the themes can blend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um fuck you could have arwen's theme and the orakai theme and howard shore would make that medley work yeah like he made it in such a way that like any any characters that had themes that came across each other you would hear those two themes together so most commonly was the Urukai and the Three Hunters, the da 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 da
two constantly mm-hmm. like intertwining. My I just that one scene, the most vivid scene in my head is the opening or like the beginning of two towers where they're just chasing the Urkai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it does that. It just cuts between the two of them yes. just running. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, the the score is phenomenal. It's um it's Wagnerian the way he ties a theme to every character or yeah. idea so like the ring has its own theme and mm-hmm. there's the, the shire theme and yeah. there's the fellowship theme and yeah. the urukai's theme and and, and like just... you get like two towers where it's you've got uh the lothlorian theme the uh which is different from the rivendell theme yep like the different regions of elves have different themes yep so you have the lothorian theme mm-hmm. the well, but, uh, they, but they sort of have similar instrumentation yes. so yeah. they give you that same sort of but you know it's an elf right yeah uh you have the uh rohan theme you mm-hmm. have the aerolingus theme you have aragorn's theme like you have all of the and you have the urukai theme mm-hmm. all of these blending into the the music for the battle of helm's deep yeah and it's just it's it's all one song yeah. It's not just da 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 da. Silence. Oh, we're cutting to the love, we're cutting to the elves. It's it's not just like breaks. It's one song. And yep. just the way he's able to write that is And on the flip side to that, one thing I have in my notes is when they're the very last battle while um Frodo's trying to destroy the battle ring. Mm-hmm. How there's no music in the beginning when like this just it's like they all oh, are like yeah. depart oh, and they run mm-hmm. and then it's just it's like silence and you just hear like death and like the clashing of yeah. swords mm-hmm. i thought that like it was good not to have that it, it was more breathtaking like i felt uh, like tense because mm-hmm. that's what battle is battle is scary battle is brutal i and think from the moment they get to the black gate if I'm not mistaken, every time the battle, like the Black Gate, that that scene, there is no music. Like, there's no music going up to talk to the Mouth of Sauron, which is an extended version thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no music. Uh, there's no, it, it might seem like it's music, but the music when uh, the Eye of Sauron is, ta- is trying to seduce Aragorn is like, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That's just the sound of the fucking eye. Yeah. And then he just, it's just silence. He turns around to Sister Frodo and then, oh, nope, there's a Aragorn's theme. Well, it plays. And then once the horses reach the once orcs, they hit. once they hit that first clash, mm-hmm. it's like silent. Yeah. Okay. The coolest. So like, re, re, let's, let's listen to that. I'm a very music, obviously, oriented yeah, person. Right. And so just like that null and silence, it mm-hmm. was kind of just like. Took me aback. I was like, yeah. Ooh. "There's one thing that I actually kind of remember from the Narnia movie. Uh, the only one that matters um, is when the first battle, the bat, the final battle is like starting, mm-hmm. and they're running towards each other. It's complete silence and it just flashes. And that, like, that wasn't it. Like, it, well, I mean, it was like when they're running towards each other. It's just uh, like perfect silence until they hit, and then all the sound of the combat kicks in. And that one actually left an impact on me that I remember that. It was really cool. It was just like the tense, the, the tension of like, just like, ooh, when are they going to, this is it. Who's going to hit first? This is the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's a cool observation that I never really like mm-hmm. picked up on. And then we could talk on the flip side of vocal We're things. on the third flip side now? Third, yeah. <laughs> this is a, 
This is a but three-sided like, dice. That this is, is a, true. I did say a triangular pr- prism. But kind of the special effect sounds like when someone would get kicked off of the Well, home screen. Yeah. That would just crack me up because it didn't seem like it fit in that movie. Yeah. There's a Wilhelm so. scream in every combat thing ever. Ah! That's the total count. I think there's like 200 and something is the total count. Okay, so it wasn't just me just being my brain. They played it a lot. It just, yeah. I think that kind of threw me off. I was like, that sounds really cheesy for like the in-depth, like, this beautiful music. And then, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And it's, so, um. No, we have another one. I don't know. They got, here. yeah. They got too excited about having that reference, so. Um. Yeah, okay, that was always the one. Um, the combat, yeah. fucking holy shit, though. Like, if we want to get yeah. deep on that thing, like, th- there's so much. There's so much to talk about with the combat. So first of all, all practical effects, like mm-hmm. all the armor, all the extras, mm-hmm. like all all the swords and stuff like that. Obviously, not real metal, but like, right? Sometimes real metal. Yep. And there was Viggo Mortensen carrying around a sword and actually, like, beating the shit out of people. Yep. Uh, uh, um, John Reese davies Yes. Yes, got it. Okay. Got it. Uh, it's going to take two more times to solidify it. John yeah. Reese davies uh, would absolutely clobber extras. Mm-hmm. Like, the the fight in, um, uh, what's it called? Not Baradul. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I wanted what? to say it. Uh, the fight at the end of Fellowship. Where is that? The, uh, the the lake. Uh the the end of fellowship. Uh, I can uh, never remember Amon, the name. Amon Hen. Amon Hen. Um, looking at the wrong person. <laughs> Apparently, he like like he would like hit people super fucking hard, and like and then like extras would like kind of dance around it a little bit. Like they'd kind of mm-hmm. be like careful, and then he's like, "No, you gotta hit me." fucking hit me with your sword and they're like you sure and it's like yes and then he would just beat the shit out of them like, he, like that that was real because it's like the i, I mean that that kind of just boils down to the the actor's passion for the movies yeah yes. they all cared a lot yeah. this wasn't an alec guinness who was just like this movie's never gonna make any money and just kind of half-assed it until yep. the second movie where he's like, oh, hey, suddenly I'm making a lot of money with this. It's not like they had to replace an actor halfway through or anything. Mm-hmm. This is... Yeah. Yeah. This they is knew, they knew re- this was going to be a big deal. Yeah, I thought you were referencing them replacing an actor, and I'm like, who the fuck did they replace? But they didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, also, like, the actual animals i guess you could play or call them that were in there the little fake dragon things that weren't dragons you oh the fell beasts yeah fell beasts oh, yeah. that was really like these are like a lot of animals i hadn't seen before mm-hmm. so that one was a really weird one to grasp my mind like yeah, it acted yeah. like a dragon but like its head looked nubby so right. <laughs> <laughs> um and then when I screamed at Matt in the car about the freaking spiders. Oh, That's what I she loved. She loved. woke up this morning putting my makeup on to some spiders. Was not happy. <laughs> but uh, how it could stab. Spiders don't have stingers. That's and that terrified me. I know, but it's still scary. It's she loved. She loved could do what the fuck she loved once. Yeah. Yeah. She loved got she her loved. ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like just. That and um, the bear cats. I have a note, but I can't remember. That's in the first movie, right? The bear? What? The they wargs? look like the wargs. Yeah, yeah. They look like bear dog cats. They yeah. act like a bear, and they like look like a cat in the face. Yeah. 
I feel like their bodies are more like a cat and their their mouth is more like a wolf. Their mouth, yeah, their mouth's more like a wolf, but it's just like they're weird. Yeah, These are course. weird animals in this world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's Tolkien. Yeah, like, like pure. That's another that goes back to like how it's original idea. Like that's sort of pure imagination and creativity. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the thing is like the current idea of what an elf and orc are came from Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all like D and D is so heavily influenced by oh. Tolkien. Yeah. You would have to because of yeah. all the characters you can be like the, you know, different. Yeah, Those are my words, yeah. but like you know, races how it's and stuff, races yeah. and stuff. Like yeah. it's it, it's like a foundation for it. Yeah, yeah, and that's like, exactly it. Like he created the the current idea of what an orc and what an elf are. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, pre Tolkien, the elf, like I think garden gnomes. Yeah, yeah, little, that, I think little I, mischievous creatures. Like the uh, like uh, North Pole elves. Like yeah. that, like them, like the tiny little guy. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's just that's, crazy. That's what an elf used to be. And then he, Tolkien was like, fuck that, I'm making him a tall guy that can jump up rocks. He literally yeah. changed the spelling of the word in the English language, like the popular use from elfin to elven, elven? just to make it sound more serious and more, it, that like, does profound. does sound more serious. Yeah. And elves instead of elves. I just love how it's like, every time you see an elf or like, um, oh, what's her face? The pretty brown-haired one that was in love with the one that became the king. Arwen. 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 She is just so, like, dainty, but also a badass. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like, it... I used to hate Arwen. I can see it. She bugged me in the first movie. Mm-hmm. She bugged me in the first movie. When I was a kid, I couldn't stand Arwen. I also... I think I couldn't stand Arwen because, like... Kissy, gooey, lovey stuff yeah. was super gross to me as a yeah. kid. That's fair. But that. then, like my later watches, like watching her just single handedly take on all of the ring wraiths. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> right after, right after Aragorn did, it's like they're fucking perfect for each other. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I did the little uh, when they like at the end when she like moves the banner. I'm like, ah, oh, this is not real life. That shit can't happen. Stop it. And then they start kissing because they missed each other. I'm like, stop that shit. That shit doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> See, what doesn't make sense to me is how the fuck did Elrond, who was one of the elven ring bearers, no, son of one of the elven ring bearers, make it into Minas Tirith without Aragorn realizing it? How did Arwen, how did all of those, like, how did, how did he miss all that? Surely he's, like, he's smart enough that he wasn't, like, super distracted by his hair, and he's like, oh, it's my coronation, got, everything's gotta be perfect. Like, surely he was just like, I, yeah, I mean, this is the time, put my armor on, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Because the movies didn't think about that. Yeah. how that, uh, we'll talk about that in, yeah, in the next we'll one. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, no, that, so, uh, the what did you think about that last scene? The whole, uh, not the last scene, the whole coronation scene. Remember when I said I cried a lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cried a freaking lot. I was sitting in the office like, I'm fine. It's okay. I'm fine. Like, no friends. You bowed no one. Oh, man. It's oh. just like, and yeah, that's literally on here. And they're only like a head taller than everyone else. Fight side by side with a friend, with a smiling, oh. with a smiling, yes. with a tear. Uh huh wrecked me uh-huh. to the core yeah uh-huh and everyone else kneeling around them i'm like stop <laughs> oh my goodness one thing 
that drives me fucking nuts about that whole the Battle of ba- the Black Gate. Where do the goddamn horses go? That's not even covered in the extended edition. Yeah. Where do the fucking horses go? What do you mean, like horses? They all like... ride in. Everyone in the army rides in on horses. Oh, that's true. And Maybe. then Aragorn runs up to the gate. Like, the whole group runs up to the gate on horses, mm-hmm. and they run back. Then it cuts to Frodo's scene, and it cuts back, and everyone's off their horse. Maybe, Where the fuck did those Maybe horses they go? were hungry and wanted to eat some <laughs> hay. And said, mm, this battle's too scary. I need something to eat. Like, the, the orcs surrounded them before the horses were gone. Maybe the orcs were hungry. Okay, like... <laughs> also, like, speaking of that, when they first, like, were riding on the horses, why were the orcs scared? They looked scared. Uh, what do you mean? When is this? Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, the last the, battle. During the battle when the the um, Rohan the yeah when they Erlingus, first started all the orcs were like, oh yeah well because cavalry's fucking intimidating yeah they're moving <laughs> fast they're coming right at you it's they're a lot higher than you and they're flanked yeah that's true okay you're now gonna, that could be why you're or like get a battle flattened. tactic okay yeah you're gonna yeah, get flattened the, the lieutenant I can't remember what the lieutenant's name is fucked up face dude yeah uh, the guy that spits on the on the chunk of it that's one thing sidetrack. I loved that element of that fight where they started using pieces of the city to fling back. Yes. That was cool. Like, that, was, that wasn't, that was like, something that they planned for. This was like a, oh, fuck you. You're going to break our city. We will send the city on top of you. Yeah. Um, but, like, so when Rohan showed up and there was, like, a sore day, a red day, ere the sun rises. Fucking love that line. Mm. Um, it took me about... So what year did this movie come out? That was that one was two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yep. Okay, so it took one, me two, fifteen years to know what the word air meant. I never understood what that line was. Air means before. So a sore day, a red day before the sun rises is what he's saying. I didn't know that until about last year. Um, <laughs> but like as like they're running, you can see he's just like shit. Pikes in front, archers behind. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah, oh fuck! He quickly was like when the <laughs> came out he was like redo the blah 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 i mean i took uh, ancient... reform the line yeah reform there we go the line! Reform yep. the line! i took ancient art of war and i was like i know what he's doing yep. yeah so i thought that was pretty cool um the elephants but olifants um, not elephants olifants okay and those um, are the easterlings yeah the haradrim no. yes yeah. no Yes, they were the Easterlings, the one that came, the ones that came from the south, no, from the north, the, the, the guys that almost find Frodo and Sam with the weird face mask. Yes, mm-hmm. they're the, 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 Denmarkans. <laughs> they're the Danish. <laughs> they're the Danish. Uh, I was actually talking to my, my coworker, uh, Tim, is a huge, 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 huge Lord of the, Lord of the Rings person, like, more so than you, I think. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he's, like, he's the person that watches, like, every single, like, breakdown of lore and stuff on YouTube he can find. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's different takes and stuff. He knows fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah, but I also thought it was interesting with the elephants. Or, 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 Olifants. There we go. Mumakil. Oh um, how they had the spikes on the tusks and yes. how they were just whacking everybody. I was yeah. like, Dude, that shit still terrifies me. Yeah. Like, like watching the horses get like get grabbed, like, squashed, like yeah, squashed and like torn in half. And like, oh, there was one that I thought got torn in half until like a couple years ago when I watched it, and I just realized it was the rider getting thrown off. Yeah, that'd be oh, pretty yeah. R-rated. <laughs> yeah, thirteen rated movie. Dude, it's and there's so much larger. 
than yeah. what a real one yeah. is. And so that also that's why they're like, elephants, not elephants. Elephants like bigger than a mammoth. Mumakil, bigger, yeah. yes, quite a bit bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah those, those things are fucking huge. And so it was so surprising. Was it only took three arrows to the skull to. That's one. that's also what made me kind of ticked. Was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, three to a skull, and like all of them were slashing their legs, and then they just fall and be like, Ugh. Yeah. like, yeah. Ah, badass as a bit of a it like, would take a little bit more probably movies. have thicker skin probably a longer blade yeah couple pokey and i think their legs are a little bit further apart than eowyn's arm reach yep. yeah <laughs> so when she did that two thing i was like ah, she's kind of just barely tipping its legs with her swords <laughs> and it's the i kind of liked though how all the arrows were like in their skin like it looked like they had more armor on because of them trying to kill them yeah they're just covered in arrows and like still oh like stuck. the one that died by just getting a spear to the calf yeah, <laughs> yeah. that one i was like ah bud that was uh that was um Theoden's, wasn't it or was that amir i think that was amir that was amir that was running around oh, how did i forget him doing that one man but yeah, but yeah there's th- those things died in kind of dumb ways yeah. yeah, it was like they're just such a big glorious thing. I mean, I get it's a movie. Yeah, you gotta yeah. Keep going. The only one that like... made kind of sense was the one that got completely swarmed by the ghosts. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Question: Where the frick did the ghosts come from? That whole scene when he went into the cave. Aragorn, he had the sword, and like he was talking to that king, and he was just like, "I am Isildur's heir," and like, blah blah blah. Like, I'm, I hold your oath fulfilled. I must have just like yeah, spaced he, he out. Must have That's a yeah. big scene. I must have zoned out because I was like, because so, I had to watch this last movie in a little bit of yeah, breaks, right. so it probably just spaced in my mind. But yeah. I was sitting there, I'm like, where did these ghosts? So, where ghosts are in this world? Like, so remember when the uh, uh, all of Rohan was like getting all the, like the people from the Westfold and stuff like that, and they were like building their army, and they were sitting at the at that the top of the thing, and then do you remember Elrond coming to them and being like, hey, we reforged the sword for you. Remember I that? think I think yeah I think it's, and it's so going back. That sword is the sword that we saw at the very beginning that killed that killed Sauron. Killed. Yeah. Killed Sauron. Like okay. killed his defeated. Defeated, yes. Defeated Sauron. So and then our our when so, girl, girl killed him again, right? No. That's no. a different guy. That's okay. That's a different guy. Okay. Okay, okay. We'll get to it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so uh what they just cuz Aragorn is Isildur's heir. Isildur is the one that wielded that sword. After it got stepped on, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't throw the ring in. So that sword has been broken like, for that entire time. time. And that's the thing that uh, Boromir cut his finger on mm-hmm. and threw it on the ground. Yeah. So they, so Elrond was like, hey, let's time, we got to fucking reforge this because right now Gondor needs a king. And this, what? Uh, time for baby? No baby. No baby time. No um, baby. <laughs> uh, so he was, he was like, time, we're going to make this sword again. We're going to give it to Aragorn. And Aragorn's just going to be king. Because Aragorn doesn't want to be really king that bad, but it's time for him to do it. But he deserves, he has to be. Yeah. Like, there's no other person that's good to yeah. be king. Um, so he comes to Rohan's little camp and is like, hey, here's this thing. Also, fucking someone turn off the wind fan, damn it. Uh, get it? Because you ever, did you notice that? Like, it did this whole dramatic thing where he was like, I bring you a gift and then whips it out and the whole tent just goes, Oh Whoosh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking turn off the wind fan. That was a little Harry Potter. Um, so then he hands it to him, and then Aragorn like wields it, and it's all dramatic and stuff. And then they're like, "We need more men." He's like, "There's others that dwell. There's those that dwell in the mountains." And Aragorn's okay. like, "Nah," because what happened is 
all those people that were in the mountains made a promise to Isildur that they would help him. But they fucking broke the promise. So Isildur cursed them with eternal life of, like, being ghosts and dead. And the only way that they can have, have rest and be dead, be, be actually dead, mm-hmm. is if they hold their oath to the king of Gondor, essentially. So Isildur Until there. he's a king, so, so they can Aragorn, follow him. Mm-hmm. Aragorn walks into the tower, and he's like, what's up, yo? And they're like, who the fuck you be? And he's like, I'll be the king. Um, me. I'm here to hold your oath. And they're like, oh, none but the king of Gondor command us. And he just pulls out the sword, like, whips out his dick, sticks it on the guy's neck, and he's like, that line was broken. And he's like, it's been remade. See, I've seen this movie a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've been quoting, like, a solid five minutes. Here, right? <laughs> I know, I was sitting there watching the first movie with him, and he's sitting, like, trying to I was to literally, like, like, just, like, mouthing along with it the whole movie. I realized yeah. you couldn't see what I was doing, but I was mouthing it out as he's, like, on his, like, phone trying to conceal himself, like, looking up, like, other scenes. I look over, and he's like... You can't see me again. <laughs> this is a podcast. Um, but yeah, so he like walks up to the ghost and is like, yo, what's up? I'm fucking Isildur's heir. And they're like, oh. And he's like, well, if you, you do this, if you help fight with us, I will hold your oath fulfilled. And they're like, all right. Um, what's actually cut out of the... So they, he walks out of the mountains. They cut out a whole thing of them being chased out of the mountains by avalanche of skulls, which is nice and fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then they walk out and they see those ships like that are sailing. Um, fun fact, Peter Jackson's on one of those ships, uh, and gets shot by Legolas. There's a whole fun little extended scene thing where they explain what that, what those ships are. Because then, later, in the Battle of Pelennor Fields, a scene that I quote a lot, where it's the ships come up, and all those orcs are standing around, and they're like, Light, as usual, pirate scum! It's not what he needs doing! Up! I was like, I was like, oh, he's about to get off the boat. Come on, you sea rats, get off your ships! And then Aragorn, just like the three of them, just like, hello, and they're like, oh. the fuck you, bitches. They're like, oh. all right, we'll kill you. Ah! And then the ghosts are like, what's up, y'all? And they're like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Aragorn got like no kills because the, the ghosts they just, just swore. It was <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was pretty badass. Yeah. So that's lie. the story behind the ghosts. Okay, like, I must have just blanked because yeah. I was like. I'm really proud of myself for remembering, like, lines as clearly as that. That was good. That was I literally have ghost people with a lot of the question None marks. but the king of Gondor may command us. Yep. Let's see. Ugh, that line was broken. It has been remade. Do I have any more? I think that's, like, most of my battle stuff. Well. Oh, it's raining. That's right. It's storming tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to get really, Lots. really cold. Yeah. Yeet. Fuck, I can't park in my garage. Hype. Shit. It'll be okay. Anyway. Um, let's see. Okay. One another tears he crying moment is when Boromir's brother got rejected from his dad. Dude. Dude. That freaking broke my heart when he's like, wow, you can't be good enough. And he's like done everything to prove himself worthy. And his dad's like, just because you're my second son, you're not my first son. I think what helped is the fact that you've seen the extended versions of the earlier two movies where you see Faramir and Boromir interact. Yeah. yeah. That's really helpful to build that story because, because otherwise you never see them talk and you never see them love each other and Boromir mm-hmm. like trying to stand up to Boromir. And like trying to like, you know, they're bros. And then yeah. the dad is like, fuck off. Yeah. You're my like special son. Yeah. And that just like tore me apart that he blamed him for his death and like, yeah. um, oh, the two little ones, Mary and, Mary and Pippin. Pippin. Oh my God. I hated them in the first movie, but I can, I want to hug them and love them. Uh huh. But, like, when he was like, no, he saved my life. I was like. <laughs> yep. Pippin. 
Pippin, like, oh. that's, that's the scene where Pippin become like, Return of the King is when Merry and Pippin really become their, when become in, heroes. When they're yep. in that forest, yeah. and they're like, it's been six hours! Honestly, we just said good morning. <laughs> even, then, even then, they're still kind of like whiny bitches that are trying to, they're, they're starting to figure out the world. Yeah. Um, yep. It's really only when they get separated, when Pippin sees Sauron, and then Gandalf takes him to the, to the White City, and then Merry kind of embodies uh, Rohan, and Pippin embodies Gondor. They become kind of heroes of their respective uh, kingdoms, mm-hmm. and it. I love watching that development of them. That yeah. um, Pippin's willing to climb that fucking tower mm-hmm. because he knows that's what's needed for the realm, and, like, and Mary's used... willing to just like I, he knows he's gonna die in this battle, but he and Eowyn are just gonna take over and try to fight. And like mm-hmm. they used to be the like little scoundrels that would just smoke yep. the weeds and smoke steal the, the plants, and, like and shoot the fireworks. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's yep. just like a wholesome actual character development yep. of like yeah. them realizing like we're not jerks anymore, mm-hmm. we're like heroes. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, that whole thing, <coughs> that last, like, good hour when they, like, love each other and, like, when Pip, who went, who went into the battle? Uh, both Mary and Pippin were in the battle. Who was the one who was with our, our, our Mary. Eowyn was Mary. Eowyn, Mer- Mary? Mary. Yeah. Okay, when he is, like. Murray? Murray. When Mary. He, Murray. Mary. <laughs> Shut up, McMurray. <laughs> when he's, like, dying, he's, like, Take care of you. You're okay. Mm-hmm. And put the blanket. Oh, <laughs> another tearsy crying moment. But just like the how they used to be like brothers, like fighting, and now they're just like I'll take care of you, and they tear up yeah. every mm-hmm. like when like when they're going on the ship, and Gandalf had to go bye bye, and they started crying, and I was like, mm. yeah. yeah. Well, Gandalf also Frodo and. Uh, Bilbo. Bilbo. Yeah, when they're all even like around. everyone left, it wasn't just Gandalf. Well, like, yeah, but that was the point when they first started like sobbing. But yeah, and I was still sobbing. Um, so. Back on the note that you that you mentioned about who Eowyn uh, kills, so that's the witch, the Witch King. He yes is is one of the Ringwraiths. Yes. He's the one. He's like the front one. So at the okay. very beginning, when they're like uh, um, three for the uh, elves. Uh, uh, immortal beings, five for the dwarf lords, seven for the dwarf, seven lords. for the dwarf lords, and nine for the uh, for the kings of men, Dest, uh, d- uh, destined to be who above all desire power. Who do, above all d- desire power? Ha! He's the, I got you on one. Yeah, you did. Uh, he's the one in the front. That's that front okay. guy. He's like the main Nazgul. He's the dude that stabbed Frodo. Okay, cool. Because I was trying. Because yeah. I knew I couldn't. That's another reason why I need to rewatch it to really uh-huh. understand mm-hmm. the backstory of Sar- Sauron. Sauron. Sauron yeah. And like, I, it kind of made sense that he's the eyeball. So, to to explain really briefly what Sauron is. So the lore of the Lord of the Rings and the Power People. So there's Iluvatar, which is God, and mm-hmm. like the top God. He basically made kind of an equivalent to the Roman and Greek gods, which is all these other kind of sub gods who have domains over different things. Mm-hmm. Sauron is like the apprentice to one of them. Okay. Like he's fucking up there. The next level below Sauron is people like Gandalf and Saruman, okay. where they are like the the five wizards that you only uh, if you've you've seen the Hobbit movies, right? I saw. I remember, but it was a long time ago. There was like the blue wizard, and then there was yes. the there was uh, Radagast. Radagast the brown. Radagast the oh, piece of shit. Murdered his character. Yeah, fucking garbage. Uh, but they're like so. And they, are, and then there's like elves, and like so Sauron is like 
a sub god. Yeah. Like he's basically a that's, god. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got from the eyeball. Yeah. And then I'm right, so, right on that. Yeah. Close. He's um I think he's probably closer in power level to Gandalf than the gods. Okay. Um cuz I know that like Mo- Mongol Mo- Mortal Melkor. Melkor. Fuck. Melkor is one of the also known as Morgoth. Of, huh? Also known as Morgoth is uh one of Iluvatar's kids, right? Uh yeah, so he's he's one of the original um I'm blanking on the name, but he's he's one of the Valar. No, not Valar. Uh my no. Not Myar. Not Myar. Uh <laughs> Maybe it was Meyer. Maybe it was Valar. <laughs> <laughs> no, isn't, I need uh, to reread Silmarillion. Uh, uh, yeah, so Gandalf is a Meyer. Right. Yeah. So they must be the Valar. Valar. Yeah. He's he's one of the Valar. He's one of the sub gods. He's the one in the Tolkien creation myth. They're all singing this kind of harmonious song, and then Melkor's the one who's like, "I'm gonna sing my own thing," and he starts singing this disharmonious thing and creating his own stuff. Yeah. And he sings corruption. And it introduces discord and chaos into the world, and so... And then Sauron's like, hey, yo, I want to suck your dick. Yeah, and so Sauron's, like, cool. Sauron's then, described as his lieutenant. Yeah. Okay. And then Saruman is like, hey, Sauron, I want to suck your dick. Uh, and then Grima is like... <laughs> and then Grima's like, hey, yo, I want to suck your dick. And like, there's just this whole line of dick sucking. Good. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, a line of dick sucking. But okay, because I feel like... Another rewatch, I would want to learn more about what happens when he wears the ring. Because, mm-hmm. like, where does... This sounds really stupid. That is something I actually don't even know. Like, where does he go? Like, why is Sauron the only one who can see him? Is it because that's his ring? It's his. It's yeah. his ring. Some of his essence is in it. And okay. so he... Um, well, by creating the one ring, he's able to sense all of the the powerful rings mm-hmm. um the three the seven and the nine except the three have been hidden from him because so they are un- Kelebrimbor was a slave to sauron wasn't he uh sauron ye- forced Kelebrimbor to forge the yeah. rings and his ring uh tricked him tricked him yeah yeah okay so Kelebrimbor uh, is a guy that's not in lord of the rings um he's he's in uh the only actual like non-book version of him is uh he's the Ghost for the Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Right. Um, Kelebrimbor is the guy who forged the rings. Okay. And so, like, in that whole opening sequence where they're like, oh, I made all these rings, but they were all of them deceived, there was another ring that was forged in secret. So Kelebrimbor made all of the rings, mm-hmm. secretly making this one ring to be more powerful than, like, the you know, them. rule mm-hmm. them all to bind them. Uh-huh. Like, that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So wearing the one ring, it makes you invisible. Um, it changes your perception right (laughs) uh it it changes how you see the outside world it becomes a little more shadowy because you kind of step back into you're you're still there physically Mm -hmm. but you sort of step into the the wraith's state of being Mm -hmm. and so there's a line um i'm gonna reference the books Mm. uh there's a line in the books that says uh if you wear the ring for too long you start to fade almost i think i remember maybe that is in the movies also i remember that because it's kind of like another reason why they wouldn't wear it very long Mm -hmm. because you would like not turn into him but like you you would fade into his existence you become you become a you'd become a wraith and then become fully under his dominion Mm -hmm. Um, um that that line is talked about after frodo got stabbed Okay. That if we okay, got that's stabbed, probably he would, why... he would start to fade into. He would eventually become one of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that anything is said about what happens when you wear the ring too long. Yeah. I could be wrong. I've been wrong about things in Lord of the Rings before. 
as yeah. shocking as it may be, yeah. given my perfect ability to quote it. <laughs> something interesting that would be like about that and another question regarding the ring. So I know like every time Just go forward a little bit. I think you're starting to move oh, back from Am I moving back? Sorry. Yeah, that's good. That's a good right there. <laughs> okay. Um but he would like when Sam was holding the ring or looking at it, or really any person, they hear the whispers. Mm-hmm. So was Frodo hearing that the entire time and Probably. like kind of trying to resist temptations? Okay. Because yeah. I could see like in the moment when he was going to drop it that uh, it got too powerful and then he ended up putting it and then mm-hmm. Gollum gave him a crunch and then... Mm-hmm. The, the, ring, the ring has desires of its own. It wants mm-hmm. to be reunited with Sauron because it's... it's kind of like a horcrux almost it's part of That's his soul a, yeah. so it wants to get back to him and it has enough agency that it can sort of affect its its holder mm-hmm. and so i think the whispering is maybe not meant to be taken entirely literally okay. it's just sort of this sense that the Ambiance. ring is it's pushing you it's messing with you a little bit trying to get itself back to sorrow okay that's a good, that's a you good know, clarity like the uh the succubus did to carter <laughs> yes Yes, Which, 100%. by the way, went really well with Carter. Unfortunately, the rest of the fight didn't go well, so I didn't get to do it with everybody else. Uh, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, the really subtle kind of just like, hey, here's the ring of whispering. I, that's kind of how I envision it, like, seducing, like, uh, oh, um, Boromir. Mm-hmm. No, that's, never mind, that's um, Galadriel that, that does that. She kind of talks to everybody, like, quietly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yes. says, like, things and stuff like that. That they, like, like, oh, yeah. you're the kind light. of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing that I was intrigued with and how... Because kind of, like, you know, how Gollum was obsessed with the ring became kind of... That's an interesting thing because, because Gollum... The ring never used Gollum to get... Back. Back. Gollum, like, I think... I think Smeagol was more obsessed with the ring like i think his obsession with the ring almost trumped the ring's ability to force him to do things uh-huh. but it corrupted him like yeah that um, entire backstory of smeagol destroyed me mm-hmm. like i was that i think that's the moment when i realized like how important this ring i mean it's important but like right. he just killed his freaking like when he killed Diggle, yeah. Yeah. yeah and just like they're totally fine brothers, and then just this ring is like... It takes 0.3 seconds for Smeagol to just straight up turn Straight up turn, like, turn into Gollum. Like, yeah. I mean, it mm-hmm. takes time, but, like, he was just... I kind of also, like, alluded how he only wants to eat fish, and he was fishing with his brother. Is that, like, a thing? Or am I just, I think he like, just also eats what he can get. I think he just eats fish. Okay. I thought I was going to be creative. Like, I mean, he I liked was the like, Yeah. Um, Doesn't like the taste I mean, Give it to me raw and... Wriggling. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I just was like, oh. was a terrible he was fishing accident. when he was trying to get the ring, and you know, like given his, uh, given how much he was willing to dig into that coney raw, I think he just eats what he can he's, get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. he probably just likes fish. Yeah, he, he knows that that's he likes sushi. Yeah, sushi. And so, yeah. um, that's one thing that like I that played with kind of this is like another side topic of my emotions towards Smeagol slash Gollum. Mm-hmm. How like I loved him. He was a precious little being and then he was a total dick and then I kind of felt bad for him and then I felt like after seeing that scene with him killing his brother 
it was kind of like you can see the two personalities distinctly mm-hmm. whereas like the one who's like oh no we can't hurt master master mm-hmm. was rude to us that is like him mm-hmm. and there's, then there's a really cool point in two towers that i kind of pointed this out to you that like that i i know a reason i pointed it out to you is because i noticed it in that watch through um it does a really good job of like distinguishing distinguishing who's currently got the reins mm-hmm. um uh so the the whole like uh, leave now and never come back <laughs> leave now oh god he's gone smeagol's free and then it's smeagol for a little bit it's just smeagol yeah mm-hmm. like going hey fucking dump this ring dude yeah <laughs> yeah and then uh and then he gets betrayed in the forbidden pool thinks he gets betrayed in the forbidden pool cool mm-hmm. That's the moment Gollum comes back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, fuck, master. Dude's a dick. Yeah. And then, um, dude's a dick. And, and my New Zealand came out. Um, and then there's a point when they're about to leave Osgiliath where Faramir pulls him aside and he's like, you're not going to fucking kill him, are you? And he's like, no, Gollum. Like, it, and he does the Gollum yeah. thing. That's to imply that currently Gollum has the reins and he's yeah. fully fucking lying right now. Yeah. And that, that little <laughs> internal monologue when he has at the lake when he's like staring in the water, is that that was really like cool. I love the way that they that they do it differently every time. Every yeah. time he talks to himself. Because it was like you could, it would have to where it would switch like bam, 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 yeah. bam. And then it got to where it was the water. And you could see him talking to himself in the water and just kind of like, no, I can't hurt Master, but Master disobeyed you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, like, you kind of, it kind of makes you see what's going on in his head. Mm-hmm. That's that kind of neat. Yeah. Psychology. Yeah. What else is there? Um. I mean, I have so much more to say. Let's but see, we're sitting see. at... I'm over 40 minutes right now. Did you have any major issues with it? Um. Besides the Oliphants getting hurt by little pegs in their penis. Okay, this is going to be hot tea. But because I had never seen Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and like, everybody quoted this specific scene so many times, and it's a very common saying, I was not impressed with the actual scene. One cannot, of, one does not simply walk into Mordor? No. Oh. This you shall, not, you shall pass. not pass. Oh. Was uh, not impressed at all. I was like, I was thinking of this like, yeah, like. I mean, it kind of is. <sighs> like it's the buildup. Like he's is not. He doesn't say only that. He's like it's uh, the power of. Uh, I just imagine it being such a bigger fire, moment. Not in the first movie, maybe. Yeah. I just imagined it being more like. More climactic, almost. Yes. I think. I think it was a. I think that may have just been an anticipation thing. Like, I, that's that's what we I'm were saying. Expecting it to be bigger than it was. Really it was, was still pretty big. It's still a big scene. Like, I mean, he sacrifices himself yeah. for the team, mm-hmm. and you know, takes on this beast that no one's ever passed. And so, um, I don't know. I just uh, just from how big and how like much people talk about it, I would have thought it would have been like as he's like trying to throw the ring in the fire and something mm-hmm. comes and Gandalf's like, do not pass, like, for yeah. example, like something mm-hmm. that on that scale. But if it's like your first time, like seeing these movies, others haven't been released. I can see how that's a very major scene. Uh-huh. So I think it's just my anticipation of 22 years not seeing it. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. But that would probably be my only hot tea that I would say. All right. 
is I wasn't as impressed with that scene. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain about that. So, I one of the things that I I love, one of the things, one of a long list of things, is how Two Towers starts, just throwing you right in the thick of it again, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and then giving you the different perspective of what happens with that, like, and it's such a beautiful shot of. Oh, the, the Balrog way back. And yeah, and it's falling just into the water, slowly dropping. Oh, and the scores chanting yeah. away. Yeah, oh. it's such a good scene. That is one of the first movie moments I remember being like, "Wow, that yeah. is something." Because I was probably I would have been six when that came out. Imagine having that scene, like, like that. I feel like would have been the equivalent for me if I was old enough as. How I wanted the last Jedi scene to go, where they light, she light speeds through mm. the ship, like without someone across the fucking ceiling going, "Oh wow!" Like, like, "Oh my god!" or whatever the fuck that dude said. But like, just that'd be, oh god, it's such a beautiful scene. It's yeah. just such a great way to get the movie going. And then like, Return of the King is kind of a peaceful start. Yeah. Well, it's, it's let's see. They do the yeah. I guess they kind of like they the it's Frodo and like. Um, well, I mean, there's the there's the Deagle. There's the Smeagol Deagle. Uh, then there's Frodo waking up, and then them talking a little bit, and the Smeagol's like, "Hey, time to go!" And then it cuts to uh, the everyone walking away from Helm's Deep, going yeah. to Isengard, and they're like, "What the right. fuck happened here?" And there's a uh, little guys. They're smoking, and the salted pork is particularly good. That cracked me up. That I was like, homie. Um, that's, yeah, that's. That's opening of Return of the King. Return of the King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did watch it. I was like, I, I thought I hadn't watched it. And I was just going off pure memory, but I, I did watch it the other day. Because I, <laughs> okay. I, I knew that you weren't going to be watching it, so I just watched it on Netflix while I was at work. Yeah. Just to kind of refresh myself. Mm-hmm. I would say the other thing that would make me like. Uh, but we addressed it earlier was that this was all filmed at once mm-hmm. and so the, like I expected the special effects to get better but uh, now that nope. I know that it's all filmed in one thing yeah they released yeah. year to year to year like back to back yeah. yeah so that kind of eliminates that opinion mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um I would say just like maybe like weirdly enough that do not pass just kind of was unimpressive for me yeah. but it was a major plot thing so here's a question for you Matt and I have talked about this before mm-hmm. Would you like to see a remake of these? No. Good. You passed the test. It's so, literally, that's that like one it. thing that like. That's the only answer. People have been like, movies nowadays are literally just remakes of other movies. Mm. And it's kind of getting annoying because they mm-hmm. do them really, really shitty. You should listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listen to some of them. I'm not like a full on, I don't hear any of them. Yeah. But it's like, it's so, like I've heard rumors that they're wanting to redo The Princess Bride. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a halt on That's that shit because mm-hmm. it's just like, why don't you leave it alone? Yeah. There's a classic, like, don't get me wrong, like, like I wanted Incredibles 2 so bad. Or I wanted, like, whatever so bad, and they kind of end up disappointing me more in the long run than not having one. Yeah. So, I mean, Incredibles 2 was great. I'm going to put that aside. But anyway, it's just like, I mean, this is such a pinpoint in, like, movie history that shouldn't be remade like i could see it interesting as with special effects nowadays how they could like like you know like game of thrones how like they made their battle scenes and how they're so intense and like you know they could remaster it 
a remastered, remastered version yeah. might be interesting. I could be okay with remastering, like, yeah. but a complete like cleaning up like the green screen and the golem and like the re a recasting a re mm-mm. Yeah. no no you can't you can't beat it. How are they going to put that level of detail and that much commitment into yeah. doing it right again? Yeah. And actors nowadays are kind of whiny, like a lot of the granted Marvel. Orlando Bloom wasn't totally super cool back then. He was kind of a newbie. And he was. He was. This was one of his first movies. Yeah. Yeah. And so that could also be like the dedication of oh, this is my first break. Yeah. Like this is my first. No one can top Viggo Mortensen's Aragorn though, ever. Yeah. yeah. That you, you, he is Aragorn. That's that's why he's famous. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. With the exception of Christopher Lee, everyone's still alive. That's also what I kind of was weirded about is that like everyone made it out okay. And normally, at least someone, I'm always oh, yeah. skeptical that someone has to die in something. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, oh, what's his face? The Boy, brother. Yeah. The brother kind of... did die. The yeah, one, yeah. one, he was one of the seven who was going on the adventure? Yeah. Nine. 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 I was going to keep going. Okay. But so I guess technically one major player, her quotes, yeah. died. Yeah. And it was like, very early on been... in the movie, too. They haven't yeah. died. They haven't died. Um. Um. But really, like, yeah, a main yeah. character you would, like... I really thought one of the, the Mary or someone was going to die. I really yeah. thought that they would have at least nixed one of them. Yeah. But Game of Thrones conditioned you too hard to It did. It. Now yeah. I'm, like, conditioned to, like, be afraid. Yeah. Don't Good. love everybody. Good. <laughs> but... I mean, you should be afraid of death. Death is a scary thing. It's yeah. True. Yeah. But that, that's one thing that's... So that how much do you know about the new Amazon show? Mm-hmm. I don't love... And hate our knowledge of pop culture. So currently, they're working on an Amazon Lord of the Rings show that is set in the Second Age. So after, so like when they've okay, before. this is way before. This is, before. This is so this is like when they're the forging age. the rings. Huh? This is before the rings were forged. Yeah. Oh, how are they gonna make something from that? Is it because in the there's books? so much lore? So, much so okay. Numenor, Numenor. So we mentioned Numenor earlier. Uh, Aragorn is a is a descendant of the Dúnedain, so Númenóreans. He is one of the Dúnedain descendants of Númenóreans. Mm-hmm. Númenor were humans that were gifted with long life, that kind of fucked up, and then the fall of Númenor, quote unquote, quote, I don't know why I quote the fall of Númenor is a thing where basically the humans got sent back to Middle Earth, and Númenor fucking sank. Yeah, it's kind of the retelling <laughs> of the Atlantis myth. Yeah. I bet. Um, and apparently it's taking place around there, and they've been, they announced it, what, like, six months ago? The show? More than that, sure. More than that. And they've only I got think... three characters cast right oh. now. Oh. They're taking their sweet fuck, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, there was news, uh, Benjamin Stark got cast <laughs> Yeah, Benjamin Stark is now the villain of that one. Benjamin Stark. played Benjamin. It sounds the... familiar, but I'm... He's, from, he's uh, on Game of the guy who plays Benjamin Stark in Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, Benjamin is a... I know that name. Yeah, like, Benjamin Stark from Game of Thrones. So the I guy can, who played that is now the villain. Like, I could... Uh, a TV show, sure. Because there is so much, like, preface that, like, you need mm-hmm. Well, so know. it's it's not... I don't believe... Like, with the actor... So they... Good Lord. Preston. I'm Preston. Finish a fucking thought. So they have the names of the two characters. We're very highly suspicious that they are... Code names. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is Beldor, is the main character, like the main guy's name, and then there's Tyra, who is the girl's name. Mm-hmm. 
they could be wrong. Like, they could be other things. And they talked about, like, other character people that played a big role in the fall of Numenor. I kind of, like... So, Beldor is one letter off from Baldor, who is the son of Aeol. So, he could see hmm. the rise of Rohan. But they've pretty much established that this is happening in the Second Age. And Rise of Rohan is in the Third Age. Yeah. So. I don't think that's... I mean, I could appreciate a show... Like, I mean, it's a show on Amazon. It's they Amazon, also... and they have the same budget as Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, so, they're like, pumping. I could, if they're going to do it well, and obviously they're taking their time, they're casting. And they have the Tolkien estate on board with them, so yeah. they're going to. So, yeah. obviously, it's going to be. It's going to be good. Good. Hopefully. Like, I feel like they'd have to fuck up a lot to make mm-hmm. it not just passable. Like, yeah. at least, I like, to make it where I don't want to watch it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I think the worst amazon show to me is like that i've seen is like the tick and that's pretty watchable yeah it's pretty fun i don't know i haven't seen an amazon show i've loved yeah i mean they're but they're all watchable they're all solid yeah, yeah. so that's i i mean i think a full remake of the movies heck no oh yeah fuck no remaster no. would be okay i yeah. wouldn't be denied like, as long as you're not george lucasing it where you're throwing in lines no. and yeah it's just like and... making it look better yeah. yeah but and maybe a show that might be interesting like um, knowing previous knowledge of because it's such a big and diverse. Sorry to reference Game of Thrones again because that's like the mm-hmm. most recent yeah, thing. Right. How it's so much history mm-hmm. in this show that you don't know yeah. things that they've referenced. Yeah. So in this movie series, they've referenced things that, granted, my first time watching that I don't know that mm-hmm. you guys don't know. That I mean, it would be interesting to watch, yeah. and I think will keep fueling that. Not fandom, but like excitement. Excitement of Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, it definitely like something that I would enjoy because it you you run the risk if you're doing a show based on a story that exists, such as Fall of Numenor is in Silmarillion, right? Yeah, yeah. So I if mean, you just follow the the Silmarillion, but like the Silmarillion, the Silmarillion is super bird's eye view. Yeah, there's history. so many people it's and like, stuff like that. It's like reading Greek mythology. Yeah, yeah. It'd be really interesting because you can get away with a lot more if you just follow a specific character that's a new character that's around that's going through the fall of Numenor. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's something where it's you wouldn't have a whole lot of answers filled from things like you would hear. Maybe the only line in Lord of the Rings that now makes sense is, you are one of the Dunedain descendants of Numenor. Mm-hmm. And that's probably, like, the only line that would actually, like, you would understand now the weight of what happened. Yeah. But, like, they might do separate seasons and, like, jump around in time. Because mm-hmm. you do the fall of Numenor, you kind of fucking know what's going to happen. <laughs> Numenor, it's going to fall. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to fall. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't... I... I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think it's if they've got good budget, they're taking their time, they've got Tolkien on board. Tolkien's grandson? Grandson. Uh, yeah. The family. Son. Son. Grandson. It was a son. Grandson. Yeah. Grandson. Yeah. Yeah, his son, it's like, what was it? His son didn't care, but his grandson, like, went on board? Yeah. Roughly. Because, um, so the Tolkien estate, the reason they say Tolkien estate is Tolkien's fucking dead. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And okay. so the Tolkien estate is, like, his grandson and, like, another cousin, I think, that basically have organized and kept all of tolkien's writings and scribblings and ideas and things that and like they they, i mean fuck uh christopher's dad is the one that tolkien was telling the original stories when they were kids Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like so you have all this first-hand accounts of what tolkien had in mind and as long as they keep that stuff and like i mean to my knowledge the tolkien estate is very much not greedy 
Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're most concerned with the preservation of the spirit of the material. Yes, yeah, and, and making that sure is how you it's make good shit, good quality, yeah. not just mm-hmm. like oh, I'm gonna sell you this because whatever. I yeah. don't care yeah. what you do, but like fuck up Disney, everything. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like it's such, and I feel like also the fan base would rebel so hard hmm. if it was like really shittily made, like The Hobbit. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is. Yeah, the fan base would react and revolt and boycott. But the fan base that realizes how wrong it is is so minute. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Star Wars fan base where you get this giant uproar. Because the Star Wars fan base is made up of people who have seen the movies. But yeah. Lord of the Rings fan base is people who've read Silmarillion 30 times, mm-hmm. read Lord of the Rings, a quadruple. Really? I thought you read a million times. No. I read, read Lord of the Rings at least 30 times. 30 is a strong word, but probably a dozen. 22. <laughs> but, fan yeah. base. There's a book that holds the root. Yeah, exactly. And so people who book. are watching the movies and then lose their shit over some, like, interesting, weird new things. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's... This is going to be easier to make because it the people that would lose their minds on small or like well not even small on large inconsistencies from the source material mm-hmm. is such a small demographic yeah that they can get away with it That's they will true. still That's make true. their money yeah but Star Wars you have the Last Jedi and fuck the world and like I literally imagine the Joker and Dark Knight going everyone loses their minds like. <laughs> Yeah. That is so, the scale of what happens with stuff like Star Wars. When it's just not, has a root. That was a pretty good invitation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can remember that. Yeah. Eight and out of ten. I held up my own phone. So I guess maybe we need to do a, a talk on the Hobbit, have me rewatch them. And We're not. Tear it no. apart. Oh, well, no. we, we could. We could. Because I remember from my beginning saga of wanting to watch Lord of the Rings, I wanted to watch the Hobbit. Because my parents told me the Hobbit. You'll be our booze and booze guest for that one. Yes. Actually, no. You're gonna be our booze and booze guest for the next one. We can have you Why on that one too. Why not? Why not? Why not? So it's it's. I was gonna watch the Hobbits first because that was the yeah, prequel. No. So I didn't, you know. But I very like, vehemently told you no. Yeah. I mean, I've already seen. I've already seen <laughs> one of them. Vehemently. Yeah, he very much yelled at me, and I was like, ah. Vehemently. What? Vehemently. <laughs> Fucking kill me. Yep, that snapped it. All right. Um, is there anything else? Let me check my notes. I think right. I've really. Fuck. We could even do like a second part of this. Like, if like we miss things, we could make notes of things that we forgot to talk about. And just I mean, I think that's really. I like... love talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, clearly. Like we've said before, and like we will surely say again, we could turn this podcast into a Tolkien-only podcast today. And still have material for the rest of our lives. Yep. You really could. See anything else in your notes that you... Mm -mm. I think that's really, like, again, this is like my skeleton first time watching what I see. So I feel like if I watch it again, I'll have another... Kind of those moments like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, what about Mm -hmm. that? Like, oh, this. I think down the line, like, after we get to... uh, Get through booze and booze like all those like there's a very clear end to booze and booze mm-hmm. like there's only so many absolutely terrible movies uh <laughs> that we can watch 
we could eventually go to series and do just commentaries over movies that we love and mm-hmm. talk about them like especially if we can get the fucking highlight reel going yeah. this, that kind of stuff so that could be a lot of fun and do one like this where like we can make note like obviously we forgot stuff because we're there's so much mm-hmm. it says it's so much a large movie three hours per movie that's without like the extended yeah. version like mm-hmm. that's a lot of content extended version yeah did i say that yeah you yep. did <laughs> <laughs> I've said weirder shit on here. Oh uh, yeah, you know, on purpose too. Freudian slip, am I right? No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just so much content that this is the things that stood out to me, and that's why I had to make sure to write it down because mm-hmm. yeah, you oh, absolutely would have forgotten. So. Look at me being smart and yeah. trying to be a good guest. Yeah, mm-hmm. more prepared than either of us. <laughs> but we've just gotten to the point where we don't need to be prepared. We're so good at bullshitting now that it's yeah. It's Justice Losers, the bullshit podcast. Yep. I have 1,500 words of notes for next episode. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. Holy shit. Like, next episode or, like, next the next part of this series? Next episode. Oh, 2017 movies? Yep. Because I watched 50 movies from that Holy year. Holy fuck. So I needed, to, <laughs> I needed to reduce a lot of them down to, like, a little two-sentence well, thing I could just spit out. We'll get to it later. Okay. Um, well, if there's nothing else, I have no more contributions. Shoust we? We shoust. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Uh, you can find us, actually, thanks, thanks to Tiercy for joining us. Probably say that yeah. first. Thanks, Glad to have guys. you. guys. Can't wait to be back. Yeah, we'll have to get you back on for, I don't know, complaining about The Hobbit or something fun. But. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean and Spotify. That's the new one we're on as of a few weeks. Five months ago? It hasn't been, it's been that a hot long. minute since we got in it. Uh, so you can find us there. Nice. Give us a follow or subscribe or like or review or whatever the respective thing is you're supposed to do. You're more tech savvy than me. You'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, we're also on Facebook. We're Just Us Losers. You know how to find us there. Uh, we're on Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod. We're also on Instagram, as I talked about at the top of the show, where we don't only post pictures of Russian people. We also post like Pictures of Sornic the Herge, Herge uh, what I call it, the, the Herge Dog. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm putting a stop to it. <laughs> um, yeah, we post pictures of Sonic, we'll post pictures of things we reference, we'll post pictures of comic book panels. Disgusting amalgamations of Sonic and Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, there was there was that time that happened. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, at JusticeLosers. Is it follow? Do you follow people on yes. Instagram? Okay. Yeah. At Just Us Losers Pod. That's where we are there. Uh, we have a Gmail for your more extended thoughts. So if you want And to, Bionicle Theories! So if you want to tell us about how the Lord of the Rings mythology perfectly mirrors the Bionicle mythology, that's going to be the place to do that. That is JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. Which so, came first, Bionicle or Lord of the Rings? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's not a real question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just had to do the dramatic Fucking finish your bit. Okay. Uh, sorry, I was trying to buy time. Um, let's see. Yeah, next next week we're talking best movies of 2017. As I said, I've got 1,500 words of notes because I watched a lot of movies from that year, and so I'm very prepped for this. It's going to be a good time. Um, it was a really good year for movies, so if you've got particular ones that you think we should spend more time on than others, you should probably let us know on one or more of those places because... 
there's a lot of movies, and so most of them are not going to get much time or attention. And, yeah, it's coming up. We're doing two more parts of The Lord of the Rings. Yep, I think it's coming up. next one is 2017, and then the next two, I believe, are the second and third parts of this. Yeah, so if you want to talk yeah, about... you can hear me. we got the distance mic on, so you should be able to hear me. Yeah. Uh, so if you've got thoughts on things the the books did better that you wish they'd adapted into film or missed opportunities from the books to the movies or just anything you want to talk about Lord of the Rings that you want us to squeeze in there, you got two more shots to do it, so hit us up on one of those places I listed. Uh, is that all the things I'm supposed to say? I think so. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Now i got to run all the way fucking across the room to stop the recording. <laughs>